What, you can't microwave grapes either? What happens to grapes? Do they explode? Why do you microwave grapes, Gregor? It's weird. Oh, is it a grapefruit? Is it a grapefruit? What? <laughs> yeah, grapes would explode. Grapes would explode. Grapefruits would also explode. Anything grapes, with a sealed grapes exterior. Grapes get plasma. Anything... Microwaving grapes creates plasma? What does that even mean? Plasma just, what? Just try it. Just try it and see what happens. Oh, let's get some, get some grapes while you're at the grocery store. I want to try to create plasma. Oh, boy. You got to make sure to put an egg in with them, though. DJ, sometimes no, you're no, just No, I know you can't child, do an egg. You know? I know you can't it's do an egg. It's not going to damage anything. That'll totally explode fine. violently. What do no, grapes but, the, but, but it's wasting food. Well, I mean, it's one grape. Not a big deal, right? <laughs> I, I'm pretty grape? sure it's not going to stay at one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what would happen? What would happen to the grapes? It would catch on fire, Tony? Are you serious? It's like tinfoil? Oh my god, I have to Google this. I need, I want to Google it. Oh man. <laughs> I'm going to look on YouTube for a video of somebody microwaving grapes. Talking Trek live, and we are in the studio for the first time in almost two weeks. Almost two weeks! Crazy. Here we are. Welcome in, everybody. Let's see who is hanging out on their summertime Sunday with us here on a Talking Trek server sound off. Y'all hit it! And let's see who's going on. Arian on server 30. What's up, Sakara 136? Young Zukon on 38. Loving the summertime vibes. What's up? Welcome in, Lord of the Farquad. <laughs> 147 and the super new server 127. What's up? Jerry Ryan 146. Rotifer on 17. Herc on 25. Welcome into the show. Velvet Thunder on 137. Hudson on 146. Blokemon on 134. Twab on 22. Zotac on server 28. What's up? Tabby Mozo on 20. I Beglin on 32. Commander Taylor 192. Scarlet Hawk on APAC 197. Welcome Kalis on server 129. Zod on 166. McNasty server 32. And uh, <laughs> Infinite Key on Server 9. It says, Server 9 forever. I refuse to be called Connie. Now yeah, the server merges are complete. We'll give you a rundown of those coming up. Anubis on Server 11. What's up? Hey, what's up? Virtual Army on 135. Stratalorian. Shout out. Server 25. What's up to you? Thank you. Uh, Blue Mandalorian. What's up? Welcome into the show. Thank you, Server 8 and 32. DJ Girl on 8 as well. Bebo, server 146, what's up? Big country, big country. Server 15, welcome into the show. Uh, let's see, Commander Taylor says, uh, yeah, like today's date, server 27. Yeah, you're right. June 27, 2021, and we're live. The Clueless on 13, what's up, Nostromo on 30, Captain Planets. 
on 167. Big Bad Ed says server 30 in the hizzy. Lego Nerd says Lego for 33. Herc is here on server 25. What's up, Curious? 162. Jaybird on 32. Chaos on 26. Lieutenant Bennett on 35. Thank you, Phoenix. 199. Gopher on 130. Thank you. Jazz on 167. That darn Texan on server 31. Kirko 145 and US 57. Thank you. A Fox on 134. Redder Alert on 145. Thank you. Stash on 169. IJ server 15 and a brand new player. Shout out and thank you to you. Doug on 47. Tycon on 33. Commander Curly Fries begging for the stupid news, big country. Begging for the stupid news. It's been almost two entire weeks. We got 53 additional messages in our Talking Trek chat room. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Thank you guys so very much for the warm welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a crazy, crazy week. I had a great time. Big country, from what I understand. Uh, You had a good time as well, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Big country, welcome. How you doing, brother? Good, man. Good, good, good. I heard there was a good couple of shows. I have not yet had a chance to listen. Tomorrow, once I resume my long trek to work uh, to and from each day, I'll be I'll be catching up and listening. But uh, I'm really, really uh, excited, really pleased uh, that, uh, that you guys were able to put something together. Thank you very, very much. You and Stevens Aaron, especially. Uh, Snake Eyes, all the Talking Trek moderation team for filling in while I was Talking gone. Trek. Yeah, Truck and Chick, all the moderators. You guys did great. Thank you so very, very, very much. Uh, Thank you. Captain Planet says, great shows. Very brave, Big, asking about server ROE. I understand that that was was the the primary topic on the Wednesday show, was was getting to know some of these other servers a little bit, figuring out what uh, some of the other servers are like, how aggressive or how passive and uh, how regulated some or uh, some may be or yeah. may not be, uh, I am super excited to listen to that. From what I understand, you unearthed some crazy stuff. Like, you, you did a little... Well, I mean, people were... They, they shared some great... I mean, I didn't unearth anything. I mean, that's how they, they did it. But it was, it was interesting to see how other people uh, were doing it. And I can't... I got a lot of PMs from a variety of people on both sides. There are people who were like, hey, man, that was a great topic. There were also people who were disappointed that we didn't talk about uh, some other things, you know, um, like maybe, you know, like Power Destroyed or something. And then we had uh, other people who PM was like, hey, uh, I hope this wasn't an idea that you were thinking about taking, like, what some other servers and then implemented the server 15, and I was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, from what I understand, you know, uh, and and again, I'm I'm very excited to go back and listen, but there were some complicated, uh, complicated agreements out there. Uh, is what I yeah. have, is what I've heard, and and you know I, I got to be honest with you, I do kind of like how laid back our server is. I don't know, you know, again, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go back and listen. I don't know how much uh, representation of fifteen, you know, was there as far as ROE because we really have very little. You know, we don't have a ton of ROE. I mean, we've got a couple of basic, uh, basic things, uh, and and for oh. the most part, we kind of stick to that. Even today. Today, folks, we know that there's an Epic Armada event. It's only 24 hours long, and literally everybody in the galaxy needs 
it, at least it seems, you know, may, maybe players 35 and down, I don't know, big, uh, seems like players about 35, maybe 36 and down, they need multiple epic armadas. Now, some players, and I say are quote-unquote fortunate, I'd say probably 38 plus, anybody who can get to the Warp 75 hub, uh, you've got an opportunity at the Deep Space Armadas, and if you can get to a Deep Space or, uh, a deep space Epic, which they only show up in three systems, folks. They only show up in three systems, uh, for, the, for the Epic 42 anyway, because the Epic 45 is just, you know, that's big time, you know. But if you're 38, 39, 40, uh, and you got a Jelly or you got an Enterprise, uh, you can probably, you know, take a good run at an Epic 42. They only spawn in three systems, so you got a little bit better luck there, possibly. Then you've got Nicosa, which they did open up. They opened up Nicosa, so it doesn't have to be a faction armada. So you got Nicosa, Groomsbridge, Ursva, <clears throat> and Eden for the 39s. Now, at my ops level, 139 or higher finishes the event. But for, pl for players big who can't hit a 39, you're looking at multiple epics. Now, I'd be curious to see some of the point requirements for players below my ops level. Like, like say, for example, an ops 35. An ops 35 player. How many points did you actually need? I'm just kind of curious because, because, like I said, on mine, an, ops, an Epic 39 would finish it. Um, and, so, and Captain Planet said it's not the points, it's about getting the Armadas. Which I know, I know, but if everybody only needs one, and remember, this is not starts. This is not starts. You just got to be on a team to kill it, okay? Rotifer says Ops 35 only needs 19.3 thousand. That means you need a level 36 Epic or better, okay? And, and so I think this... We come back to spawn points. We come back to spawn rates big because this one was written better. We're going to get to the stupid news in just a second, guys. This one was written better, okay? It really truthfully was. They added the non-factions, all right? They made it so that really technically, truthfully, you only needed one epic at the level you should be hitting anyway. You only needed one epic to finish the event. And again, it's not a start event. It was just a kill event, okay? Just a kill. So if you were on a team with five players or a team with six players, really you should be kind of trying to coordinate with your team really so that they're only doing one and then backing off, okay? So, um, of course, though, Lacutus reminds us, guys, there is also a Picard auction happening right now, which is awarding points for the Epic Armada, so a lot of people aren't sharing. Well, I get that, too. Uh, I get that, too. Uh, and, and Raskar says that assumes no greedy alliances, but they're going to be because of the Picard auction going on as well. So there's certainly not enough out there. I'm with you on the spawn rate. We've seen communication this past week. I'll tell you, what was interesting to me, Big Country, is that I spent very, very little time, very little time in Discord this past week. I... Really, I, I very much unplugged. I got in Discord very little. I responded to like three or four people. Uh, that was Snake Eyes. That was You Big. That was Ripper. Uh, very, very few people. One of the devs had reached out to me. I, I didn't talk to very many people. I was very unplugged. So I got to play as a player this week. I saw the communications when you saw them. I uh, was only in the game. I didn't play in Discord. Big will tell you I was very absent this week. Uh, I just played five minutes here, ten minutes there, uh, kind of logged in and played. Hey, guess what? There were days I didn't finish my dailies, Big. There were days I didn't finish my dailies. Oh. Uh, you know, and, and it's okay. 
Normally, yep. normally I would be flipping out about that. Like one day I logged in, it was like 11 o'clock, 11.30. I log in, I hadn't even started my swarm daily, and I'm like, oh, there's no way. I got a 12-minute warp. There's no way I'm going to get that done. Ah, don't worry about it. I ain't worried about it. I popped another beer. I kicked my feet up. But this week, I didn't even do my dailies every day. So it was, it was very eye-opening for me as a player. And, uh, and it allowed me to gain a little bit of perspective. For example, how much, how much is too much, Big? You know, we've had this conversation. You and I are very active players, typically. But for a player, uh, let's see, like right here, Fox Lord in our chat right now, too many events in one day. You know what? If you're a casual player, totally get it. Totally get it. You know, it, there, were one, there was a couple of days, Big, I logged in. I'm just like, good Lord, look at this events list. It was, it was a good, it was, it was big, you know? So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about some of the stuff, some of the stuff that, that Ops announced this past week, some of the changes that they made that I think are good. Uh, even this particular event, like I said, written very well. I do believe that it was written very well in the armadas that it scored, in the point requirements that it required. It didn't require everybody to get it. I think it's ill-timing. I think it's ill-timing that, it, that it's alongside the Picard auction because there's not going to be enough epics for everybody. All right? This event, if it were just an epic milestone, there was no leaderboard aspect, no Picard auction, no jelly auction, no nothing happening. I do believe, Big, that this would be the ultimate cooperative test of a server. I really do. Because... because Players really only need to get one at a decent level. Like, like for a second ago, we saw an Ops 36 player killing one 39 Armada. Uh, would have done, uh, sorry, one, yeah, one 39 Armada. An Ops 35 only needed one uh, level 36 Epic Armada. It, this event would have been great had it not been alongside a Picard auction. It would have been a true testament, really. It would have been a true testament to how your server could actually cooperate. Uh, if everybody can take their one epic and go home, you know, big, uh, I, I, am even seeing that in our own Alliance. Our own Alliance is struggling. We're camping out systems, watching for the spawns. I'm in a system right now watching for a spawn of an epic. And once I get my one epic, I'm going to call it for only the players who need that epic. And then I'm going to, and then I'm backing out. I'm done. I'm not going to take any more epics. I'm not going to call to more epics. Okay, I'm not going to get to any more epics because I don't want to take away from somebody else. Now, Blue Mandalorian says you need multiple. Blue, I don't, I don't know that that's, that's 100% accurate. Maybe there's a, an ops level somewhere that, that that will break down. Remind me your ops level. Uh, you're, I know you're a higher one, Blue. You're ops 39. And how many points do you need? If you're an ops 39, I'm pretty sure one epic 42 would do it for you. Okay, one epic 42. Now, that's going to be tough to get, okay? But as an Ops 39, you should be able to get there, okay? Raskar says the same thing. An Ops 37 needs only one Epic 39. Jerry Ryan says the same thing, one Epic 39. And Blue says, yes, Dark Space, possibly, but they only spawn once per hour. It's the same thing down here. It's the same thing in, in independent space, okay? The spawn rates are rough. Now, Big, you and I were talking earlier. I feel like... And we haven't gotten to the stupid news. Should we do that? I feel like the deep space armadas, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong and I've not seen any data. Like I said, I've been totally, totally unplugged this week. But I feel like the deep space armadas spawn faster. Am I wrong in that, Big? 
I feel it's no, no. I agree with you, but I'm wondering if it's just because like people aren't doing them as often, and that's why you feel that way. Maybe. But I, I, I feel like that's the case. But if they came back and said no, they're the exact same spawn rate, then I would be like, I would believe that too. Figuring that you know what, just probably not as many people doing them. But well, that, that could I, be. I, I agree with you. I feel like they, they feel. I feel like they spawn faster. I do. Uh, what's up, Mr. Gregor? Welcome to the show. Get to the chopper. Get to the what's chopper. Up, what's up, Gregor? Welcome to the show. How are you, man? You've been good? Good, man. Good. Yeah. And I think the deep space ones are the same respawn. They, they feel like it. They may be. You know, I, I've only noticed because, I, and Big points it out, it's a, it's a perspective thing. Maybe not as many people are doing them. Uh, and, and so perhaps it feels like you know, they're, they're popping up more. Now, that being said, if that's the case, Big, I've got a very, very long wait on my hands because, uh, because I'm waiting for an epic. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, you're going to get two of those a day, roughly. Yeah, two, two a day. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what's actually going to happen. Ooh, my team just called one. I'm going to get in on this real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, look what happened. I see what- that. I see that. Oh, this is terrible. Like, are you Hold freaking on. kidding me? Oh, I gotta, I gotta throw a screenshot. Okay, so the one epic that that pops, the one epic that pops, and and two of my own players popped it at the same time. Look at that. Yes, Scopely. Yes, Scopely. Thank you. Thank you. May I have another? Oh, and a third, Ooh. and a and a third pin just dropped. A third Ooh. pin just dropped. And by the way, listen, uh, big. A third pin just dropped from arguably, possibly. An aggressive alliance that may, in fact, and listen, I even said this. We're talking about ROE a little bit ago. Big, did I or did I not send you a message? And I said, okay, how aggressive do we want to play today? Because if we want our team to to have the best possible chance at completion, we should probably take Epic Armadas. Now, that makes me, that makes me huge, huge bully, right, Gregor? <laughs> That would make me a huge bully if I went you are a huge bully. and took somebody's epic. <laughs> <laughs> and and JD Seven has it. This is why. And Scaly, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing Mr. Popularity here. I'm thinking for my team. I'm thinking for my team. I'm thinking. Listen, if we, if we're going to get everybody to finish, either A, we got to be first on the spawn, all right, or B, we're gonna have to take them. Okay, we're going to have to take him. So I send Big the message. Now, just so everybody knows, okay, Scaly says, are we stealing people's money? No, I didn't say that. I mean, I guess I did. JD7 says epic directives are more valuable than gold. Agreed. All right. But, and and Kirko says, if you're at war, well, of course. But if you're not at war, eh, I don't know. Shady area. And Big comes back and says, don't do it. Right, Big? You came back and you said, no, we better, we better not do the, better not start this game because if we do, it could end up backfiring tenfold. All right? Mm-hmm. But it, it was a conversation. J- even if it was just for a minute, even if it was just for a second, it was a conversation because I don't think that there's enough out there for the entire server. I simply don't. Uh, the spawn rates are, are still too low despite the fact that Scopely has increased those. Uh, they're still too low. That being said, they're very tough to find. So getting one, do you got to fight for it? I don't know. All right, that's a it's a tricky it's a, a tricky thing. Now that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna crew this bad boy up real quick and and head over, and uh, I think we got to be prepared, big. 
Okay? I'm not saying that they would. Listen, you said we're not going to play that game, but that doesn't mean that another alliance wouldn't. That doesn't Uh mean that any other alliance wouldn't say, listen, we're looking out for our team. We're going to take every epic we can find. And and what does that do? Does does that start a war? Do we understand? Because it's it's points. Uh, do we? For example, I had this question last week. Uh, I don't even remember what day it was. Big, I sent you a message. I was probably about six or eight drinks in. Okay, admittedly, <laughs> it's a little bit silly last week. And I sent him a <laughs> I sent him a message, and I said, I said this person. All right, how many times have you guys gotten the message? How many times have you gotten this message? You stole my spawn. Gregor, you, you probably don't hunt uh, down here anymore, but when you were, like, in the <laughs> capital city systems, and you, and you just waited, you waited 20 minutes to get that light trader, right? You <laughs> and all heavies all around, and then all of a sudden, somebody zooms in across the system, discos in, and takes that one that you've been waiting for for 20 minutes. Who, know, who knows this story? <laughs> Who knows this story? Everybody. You're waiting in the capital city systems, and 20 minutes go by, and then one shows up and somebody beats you. All right? Snipe says, I hate that person. I hate that person. And, I, I, and Menace says, you snooze, you lose. I get that. I get that. Rasgar says, I'd kill him hard. And, and this, is, this is maybe a, a wrap-up to your conversation, Big, about ROE. How, where's the line? Because I said, listen, if somebody is bothering me while I'm hunting hostiles, like, am I going to kill him? Am I going to kill him? Maybe. All you right. know what, DJ? I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I can't do anything else about it, okay? As a matter of fact, matter of fact, my dailies have now escalated to the point where I can't hit normal hostiles. I've told you that. My Romulan reputation, Gregor, is so high, I can't, I can't do it. I can't hit a normal... I have to go to the Capital City Systems for my Romulan dailies now. Have to. Don't have a choice. All right. Why do they make you work your, harder? Take your Enterprise and kill heavies. Oh, man. That's so many warps and so many repairs. Ah, oh, so you can, many. You can, you can get the warp time below two minutes. Oh, God. I, mean, I know. I know. I know there's a way to do it. I know there's a way to do it. Uh, it's just... Oof. It's oof. Uh, anyway. Also, if you have your jellyfish in the system as well, you can easily kill a few normal like energy traders as well. Because yeah, they yes. Yes, but They're those, are way the ones, easier. those are the ones you're waiting on, right? Those are the ones you're waiting on. Well, no, you don't wait. I mean, like if you, if you kill the heavies, then the normal ones start spawning more. Okay. That requires somebody to kill the heavies. Okay. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, nah, I mean, I mean, I, I would say, you know, especially for, I mean, you just go to chat, you can say, hey, can somebody come dust some heavies for me? And typically that would happen in here, you know, in our alliance. You know, I have had that conversation. I've come to you big and I said, hey, can you come kill some Kronos heavies? And you're like, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. nobody will kill Klingon. Nope. Won't. nope. Somebody else will. Because <laughs> you got, because listen, the guys that can kill heavies, the guys that can kill heavies, they're grinding reputation. So you got a one in three chance that they that they can actually grind those heavies for you because somebody is not going to go kill those heavies. Okay, so, so uh, you know. Anyway, whatever. I ain't complaining. You I'm can still saying. do it yourself, though. You could. You could. Silent Stabber, welcome to the stage. What's going on, partner? Let me get you. Uh, let me get you in. I know you've been waiting a couple of minutes. Welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Stabber, are you with us? 
Stabber Very pop, silent. Stabber, yeah, silent. Stabber is being silent. We'll uh, we'll come back to him in a moment. So um, so speaking of the Armada issue, like you know we've been going through server merges, right? Mm-hmm. And for my server, well, guess what? Some of the server merger events are. No, <laughs> is it Armadas? Yeah. So <laughs> a couple of them are, yeah. Which has just made it even more brutal for, you know, getting that done. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's terrible, uh, Stabber. I saw you try to come back in. Uh, come on back, and I'll and I'll bring you back up. Okay, hit the hit the button for you. Uh, and yeah, uh, listen. I know I kind of forgot the news. We'll do it. We'll do it here shortly. Maybe we'll do it coming back from the we first break. We can just skip them, DJ. I don't, don't know. A lot of people been asking for the news, Rip. I, I mean, I'm just saying. There's a lot of people. Hey, Big. Which one am I going? Bose or Durs? Because we, we got Durs. Okay, wait. Durs is ahead. Yeah, Durs is the one that will will that is going to trigger. Okay, mine is showing mine is showing the same time on both. How do we know which is which? Oh, oh boy, uh, is yours showing Durs with with a second ahead? I'll do that. No, I just in, in the chat, Durs was. Uh, oh no, Bo Jackson's first. I'm sorry. All right, I'm gonna Bo Jackson's first in the chat. Well, I called Dur, but I'm gonna fly to Bo. Hope I don't bump anybody. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> see what happens there. And of course, like oh. I said, another pin showing up right there. Stabber, welcome back, buddy. Uh, welcome to the stage. How are you, man? Doing good. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. What do you got for us on Armada spawns? Okay, so are you complained at the beginning that after the first rare event, they did a good job. They communicated. They said, hey, we looked at this. They did two-day timers. Worked beautifully. Why didn't they look at the Epic and say, hey, would you probably make that two-day at least? And just if, the, if people complain about the rares, they're only going to complain about the Epics. Why don't we just foresight this into three days or add a if you spend the credits, you get. If you spend the directives, you get points, like you would with the auctions. You know, a spend mechanic would have definitely been better. But then, man, people are wasting their stuff. I hate that too. I really hate when scoping oh. makes you waste stuff. Um, yeah, I, you know. Right, but as much as you hate it, but think about this: more people complain because they can't do the milestone because they can't find epics. Where if you look at ninety percent of the community who do not pay attention to any content creator. They're going to complain more about the fact they can't do the last one whatsoever instead of, okay, I'll just waste my directives. So let me let me bring this point up. And by the way, this is not my opinion because, because solo milestones I've always felt should be very obtainable. Milestones, you know, I, I've always felt if, if directives were available or if you were able to uh, accumulate them or whatever, yada, yada, yada. However, let me take you back to TNG, Gregor. Let me go back to TNG. I believe it was the month of March. Okay, March was the month where we got really upset that they were being double dippy. Remember, they they did the ticketed events with uncommons one day and then rares. No, so it was April. It was April because it was Borgmatas, wasn't it? Where they did uncommons one day and then the second day it was it was rares. And then the third day was epics. All right. I'm pretty sure it was Borgmatas because it was basically it was double dippy. You had to pay for the tickets. Then you had to buy the directives in order to complete all right, so it that would have TOS. been that it was the last target TOS. Okay, so it was it was it was May March March then of TOS. That was March. It was March. It was double dipping. Double dippy. Okay, so now the the only reason that I bring that up is someone in in chat says just a second ago, guys, maybe all right, maybe not everybody's meant to do the epic one. All right, now I I can certainly understand that viewpoint. I don't agree with it because of way the way that they made the milestones. If they had made it so you had to run 10 big, then I could see it's not for everybody. 
you know, or if it made it so you had to start five, then it's not for everybody. But with the way that they wrote it, you li- I mean, you only had to do one, and you didn't even have to start it. You just had to kill it. All right, you just got to find one uh, at your appropriate level to kill, and you- and you're done with this event. So for that reason. I kind of have to to step across the line and say I think it was meant for everybody. We just have a, a mechanical failure here, which is the spawn rates. And again, I, I did see the communication that came this week that said, "Hey, uh, you know, we need more spawn." Let me see if I can find this. Um, la 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 la. Where was it? There was a lot of communication this week. I was actually really really pleased uh, with how much they talked this past week. <clears throat> about the spawn rate or, you know, any of the announcements. Uh, I think it was, here we go. It was uh, a moderator announcement. We've made a couple of changes to the follow the leader and our model fleet formation. We're going to start the rare event a day early. This way it ran 48 hours. And then uh, we've added the Marauder Armadas to give you more opportunities to score. Okay. Um, and this was due to our Armada spawn rates. All right. As far as difficulty in completing these, these events. Now at that time, Stabber, they probably could have, probably could have addressed the epics at the same time. As a matter of fact, the rare event was yesterday and, and today. So they chose not to do it for epics. They chose not to do it. Ripper, if, if you're looking at this announcement, and you're seeing that they did, in fact, do it for the rares. They did do it for Armada Resistance. They did do it for the Alliance leaderboard and follow the leader. They did not choose to modify the epic. What messaging do you take from that? Because I kind of feel like maybe the epic was the exclusive. That was the big dog. That was the one that maybe not everybody was intended to do. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I I don't I can I be honest yeah. I haven't looked at the Armada events. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's quite okay. Look I, at, you know what? Looking for Armadas <laughs> all day is just it do, it doesn't work for me. So I, I'm, with I'm, you. I'm not even looking at at those events because I I don't even bother trying. So you know. I I don't agree that I like looking at a at a gazillion Armadas. Okay. Um. I don't like looking in, in, in a gazillion armadas, but what I don't want to do is to skip potentially decent rewards uh, for, for what I might say is minimal effort, okay? As a matter of fact, Dark Menace has got this right. They gave away a fair number of epic directives this month, and, and they've done that in the past with rares, and, and at least this time it was inside the same arc. We got epic directives this month. So they wanted people to be able to run them, but why didn't they actually finish following through with the modification for the epic event? It's it's tricky. Tricky, tricky. Now, Ripper says, I don't know, not really doing it. I I hate that. They actually pay really nicely. Right, they're paying really well. Do they? I, I haven't looked. Yeah, they're paying. I mean, they're paying pretty well, I think. I mean, right. do I have to look now? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you maybe. Maybe. Lieutenant Bennett so says, where get? have they been giving the epic directives? Uh, they've been giving it in Armada Resistance. Okay. Uh, in Armada Resistance. So that's the uncommon one. That's just deal damage to uncommon, which nobody should have ever had any problem. Um, you're saying, no, you get rares. Now, I got I got 150 epics in mine, and that's been every single day. Oh, that, that, depend, that depends on, on ops. Oh. So not everybody's getting it. Okay. Yeah. So if you're like... 
like me. Well, it's also it's in the third milestone too, guys. It's it's in the third milestone. So housekeeping says thirty nine and below is rare. Ops forty plus is getting the epic. Okay, that's interesting too. That's actually very very interesting as well. I, I just looked at the rewards. Mm. I, mean, I mean, I guess I guess some of the. Well, let me let me tell you what I just now did. Okay, just now, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot this. Uh, because I was fortunate big. I was in the right pen that got the epic, and, and bad news for the other six in our team that, that their pen didn't go. This is what I just got off doing one epic, okay? Now, me personally, I, I feel like this is worth it, okay? Especially for the fact that I didn't do anything. I didn't spend anything. I just showed up. Okay, and I and I feel like that's really good. Now again, this is but for me, it's 41. gonna take a significant amount of time and planning because I am like in the in the upper ops levels on my server, and my alliance doesn't have many that many forty plus players. I would have to kill and like a G four armada, which is not easy. That requires planning because yeah, not all the people are always online, so it's gonna require like. I don't know, a couple hours planning and getting everyone online and then all being online at the same time. It's just annoying. So it's just, no. Yeah. No, I get no, it. And, and do doesn't. keep in mind, keep in mind, guys, very, very quickly. A lot of you guys are showing your top milestone. Uh, what I just showed, that, that reward chest, that was essentially all four milestones because I'm pretty sure that was a full completion for me. Uh, let me double check. That was. So when you guys are comparing... Keep in mind, I added all four of my milestones together. That's what I got for all four milestones, not just the top one. So uh, when you guys are looking at your rewards boxes, that's that's why they look so lopsided, because I actually added all mine together. Uh, that being said, spawn rates, obviously, we can check that. We can put that on the, on the checkbox, okay? It's definitely an issue. There's no way it's not an issue. Uh, there's just no way that, that people are going to have the time to get to all this. Uh, and if the spawn rates were more like they are in exchange space, if the spawn rates were more like they are in exchange space, then you can at least, you know, kind of impromptu be able to go. People can get in. People can do what they need to do at a time of their choosing. Um, you know, and, and maybe it becomes a little easier if there's more armadas out there. I, I agree. Spending, you know, that's why I didn't do them last week. Spending time. While I was sitting on the beach, <laughs> that was not that was not my idea of doing anything fun, you know. So I, I didn't uh, I didn't mess with it a whole lot last week. But uh, I like, it's it's fine for me, you know. I'm not doing this event because you're gonna skip. No biggie. I got gotcha. you. It doesn't. Uh, Kalmic, welcome to the stage. Let me get your insight on uh, Armada spawns, and then we'll get ready to move on because I got a couple of other things that I want to get to today. Uh, welcome to the stage. Welcome to the show, Kalmic. How are you, buddy? Doing good. What's up, man? Yeah, spawn rate low, but I mean, it's just these. I really feel like the epics were were geared towards the higher ops levels, but but being coupled with the Picard auction just really dropped them into the tanker. I can't even go to lower space and find like a, a twenty twenty nine or anything lower than that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I agree. The Picard auction made it tough. Like like I said, this I don't think would have been quite so bad if servers could have cooperated if it wasn't alongside an auction because then everybody could have gotten their one and, and bolted out. Um, 
you know, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with you there. The timing was very very poor. On that note, though, you know, somebody had suggested I think it was Stabber said a minute ago they had suggested possibly extending the event. The only reason you can't do that is my gosh, the arc is over. The arc's over. All right, in 19 hours from right now, at this moment, while we're taping live, <coughs> the arc is over. So there's no time to add it. There's no time to extend it. Uh, that's it. Okay, arc is gone. That being said, you know, definitely we can we can feed this feed this back up, and uh, and I think that you know spawn rates have always been a part of the conversation, but now that you've got these style of arc related events, I do think that it you know, they, big they said that they cut them in half, they said that they cut them in half at the beginning of this arc. Has anybody have they actually seen that? Have they felt it? Because I haven't done enough. I have not paid attention. Caboose says, I have not seen it. I've not felt it. Um, Housekeeping says, they said on average, uh, Blue Mandalorian jokes that half of infinity is still infinity, which is very (laughs) true. Um, OBG says, no, not seeing a whole lot of adjustment there. I I felt like I did see an adjustment early big uh, with the Groomsbridge epic, but... I don't. I don't know that I've seen that present with all of the armadas. I mean, I do feel like the one. I feel like they are responding faster. I, I mean, I don't know if it's cut in half, but I. I. You know, I have noticed that. I, because I've even noticed that we've done like Urspa, and then like a couple hours later, like it pops back up, and like we're doing it again, and I'm. And in my head, I'm like, did we just do that? So I mean, I have. You know thought that and felt that so i do think that it's you know that it has that they have improved the respawn time but i don't have any like clinical data to back it up i just i just know in my head i've i've thought that a couple of times of you know we ran it 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 pops up and then i'm like man did we just run what did we just do that Taylor says it's a lot easier for him to track them on his server, and yeah, they are they are way quicker. He would argue almost twice as fast. He says, uh, and and of course his population is very low. He's pretty much the only alliance that can run these things, so they know when okay. they get done. Uh, he says, yeah, they're they're definitely quicker. But you know, again, I do point out, and and this is actually really really funny, uh, or not funny, uh, but factual. Here, Raskar points out, you know, spawns definitely have been reduced. But um, some are still 6 to 12 hours, and that means that only one or two of those is going to show up during the entire event. Uh, somebody else had put, you know, if this were a multi-day event, it would definitely be easier, but doing everything based on 24 hours is not, uh, not going to work. All right? 24 hours, uh, only two per day, and that's assuming they were actually cut in half. I, uh, I agree. So... There you go. We'll uh, we'll move on from this, but that's definitely a piece of feedback that I wanna that I wanna set up. Blue Mandalorian says rare and epic should have been multi day events, and and especially on the epics, I don't disagree. They're so they're so hard to find. Um, and I'd be curious. I am curious to know what Scopely's thought process was on that. Was it designed for everybody not to be able to do? Because the milestones certainly felt like it should have been possible, but the spawn rates are are keeping people back from it. Uh, that being said, I do want to move on, uh, to a couple of good things that I actually saw this week. And again, as a player, okay, as a player, I saw a couple of really nice things. I saw some good communication. I saw the Picard auction rebracketed and restructured. 
However, I don't know exactly what they are. <laughs> so l- let me ask you. The first one that ran, we knew that 46 through 50 had three spots. 40 through 45 had four spots. 39 through 37, I believe, had, what, five or six spots? And then 36 down had 25 spots. All right. That was a huge piece that went back up. And we got the announcement that additional spots were added to the bracket. All right. Additional spots were added and an additional bracket was added. So let's let's talk about this very quickly. Uh, we're seeing 40 through 42 got placed into their own bracket. So 43, presumably, to 45. Okay. So... Let, let's start at the bottom. Uh, let's, start, let's start at 50 and go down. So, Big, you had three before. What do, you, what do you got now? Ten. Ten. Okay, very nice. Well, that's the same as mine then. So, that means 43 through 45, you guys have ten spots. Um, 40 through 42 is a new bracket and has ten spots. 39 through 37 had 25. You guys actually got cut to 20. Is that correct? Okay. 37 to 39 actually got cut back five spots. 36 and 35 got expanded to 30 spots. That's interesting, actually, Big, that all the brackets got expanded except for one, and they lost five spots. So <laughs> the 37 to 39er are going to fuss. Uh, did you have did you have 20 before or was it was it 25? I thought it was 25. I think it was 25 because that's the one that I played in, but but I I don't remember. I probably have a screenshot somewhere. Uh nonetheless, the okay, so it was 25, now only 20. But but caboose, they did take players out of your bracket, if I'm not mistaken, because 40 to 42 no, let's see. It did cut off at 39 because 40 to 45 was the old bracket. Well, I, I personally, mm-hmm. I'm very happy, Ripper, <laughs> because I actually have a chance now to finish my Picard officer because 40 to 42 were segmented, and I, I'm a 41 now. So, again, competing against a 45 probably not going to work, but, um, you know, 40 to 42, which we've always argued is is – is a good bracket, I think. That's a good segmentation. Not only that, but if we look all the way up, all right, 40-plus all the way through 50, um, and then, of course, 36 and down, going all the way to 30 spots instead of 25, and then, of course, on the you know in the upper end, instead of three and four spots, you're getting 10, and I think that that is, right. is significant. Um, do, you, like, do we know other, other segments? I don't know them below 35. 34, I think, was, what, 34 to 33? I think it was, I think it was uh, like, two brackets wide for some of the smaller ones. Yeah. yeah. Or for the lower ops level players. So, like, 30, 35 to 36, then uh, 34, 33, 32, and then 31, 30, and 29, and uh, and it, and it goes on down. Tequila says the brackets are much better. Should have always been this way. Uh, and and I, listen, I don't ever disagree. Bracketing has been a thing. Honestly, this was like one of the biggest, like the the best response to all those auction complaints that I've seen, especially from my ops players ever. Absolutely, and and I do want to point this out because the one person that I did get to speak to last week while I was gone, and I made sure I was sober to do it. Was the was the actual arc oh. runner? 
the actual arc runner uh, had had reached out and and just asked for a piece of feedback, asked for a thought, um, and 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 when we talked about it, and and I saw a conversation too, Ripper in the in the the actual whole room like the whole developer chat where they were talking about rebracketing and and you know what it should be and so forth i i agree with you when i say that that this arc response start to finish yes we're on the last day of the arc i think start to finish the number of modifications and changes that made its way throughout this arc is is one of the best responses we've ever seen. I know that that we said last month was a great arc. We did. Last month was a phenomenal arc. There were a couple tweaks that needed to happen here or there. Auction bracketing was still definitely one of them. This month we came in, and, and it does make me wonder, Big, it comes back to your point. It comes back to your point when we say, you know, do we feel like there's a disconnect between the writers and and the players, okay? And I think that that... that question is sadly often answered is yes okay because what we expect or what we want to see is not what is not what gets written um the reaction this month and last all right i'm lumping the two together and by the way they were two separate arc writers but the response this month uh just like last month is very very player oriented as ripper uh just made the comment it was very player oriented uh, you know, listening and, and expanding the leaderboard spots down to 10, which we, we said was probably fair, Big. Now, of course, we called for 25, but in the higher op segments, the population is smaller. Maybe 25 ended up mathematically not being enough, but hey, 10 is better than three, you know? Oh. 10 is better than three. W- let me ask you guys real quick, just in, in, uh, in the community chat, was there a whole lot of frustration that it was only 10. I mean, instead of three, instead of four, it could have been better than 10, but I feel like 10 was actually really, really good compared to what we had. Was there any major complaint that 10 was not enough? Most people saying it, it's pretty good. In the chat, most people saying it's it's very good. Hello, lady. My wife just walked out, and I think she was trying to scare me. She opened the door super quiet and tried to sneak up behind me. By the way, she got way more burnt than I did. What? You did. Listen, you got, well, I mean, you, that thing on your foot, that bright red spot. One spot. <laughs> One spot on your, on your, your foot. The guys are asking if you're going to do a towel drop for me. No, she's fully clothed, sadly. No, it was, uh, no, it was good. I burned, I definitely burned more than she did. She did not burn as as badly as I did. For the towel drop? <laughs> All right, ladies. Uh, my wife says that she'd be more inclined to respond with a towel drop if it was the girls that were asking. Uh, no, it, in all seriousness, yeah, no, she she didn't burn. Huh? Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's me, Captain Planet. That looks just like me. All right. <laughs> I'm very red. Uh, anywho. Okay, stop it, guys. <laughs> all right, we're getting we're getting way off the boat here. Um, yes. What are we doing for dinner? A can of Chef Boyardee in the microwave. Two hours later. So I will tell you this funny story. All right, we're coming back. I don't even know where to come back from. Where do we come back from? You know what? We'll just pick up right here. I have no idea what we were talking about. If you're listening in podcast, you just missed a 15-minute segment on microwaving weird foods. 
All right. I will tell you, you want a, a small piece of stupid news here? I'll do this right before we go to break. Uh, I'll do this right before we go to break. Here's stupid news, everybody. This week, Ultimate DJ's vacationing with his family in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Now, most of you guys know that Myrtle Beach was not my number one choice at a destination. We are pleased to report that nobody was mugged. Uh, There were no drug deals that went down in my immediate vicinity. There was a shooting, but it happened like two and a half, three miles down the beach. All right, closer to where my in-laws were staying. It was actually like within 100 yards of where they were staying. So there was a shooting. It was drug-related, but at least it was their hotel and not mine. All right. Tavi Moses says, did you visit Bimini's Oyster Bar? I did, in fact, visit Bimini's Oyster Bar, and their oysters were fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Double Eagle says, where is the cat video we earned? Yes, a cat video is inbound, everybody. The problem was I made... I. So I downloaded the software to use on my phone while I was there, but it is much more restrictive, and I was unable to actually edit and put the video together. So I have all the footage, and I have all the cat stuff, and now I just have to put it together. So Snake Eyes is going to help me put it together. It will come. It's just going to be a little bit late. All right? Further in your stupid news, I will also tell you that (laughs) my wife is... She's probably going to wish that she had actually been here to listen to this part. I was so injury prone. Regis, listen, you're not, I'm going to tell you this and then we're going to take our break, okay? I was so injury prone this week, I hurt myself like four times. So it reminded me when I just went to cough and my ribs shoot searing pain all throughout my body. Because one night we're playing softball on the beach with my family. Softball! At night, pitch black, on the beach, somebody, clearly some ignorant small child, irresponsibly dug a hole. (laughs) Dug a hole. I fell in said hole, and I was pretty convinced that I had cracked some ribs. (laughs) I was... I was very convinced I was going to have to go to the ER. I literally had to lay on the ground for like eight minutes before I could even get up. I am in I am in so much pain right now when I take a deep breath or if I cough or sneeze. Now, I don't think I actually ended up, who falls in a hole on the beach? This guy. Okay? This guy does. I fell in a hole on the beach, and I cracked a rib. I don't think I actually cracked it. Or if I did, it's, it's feeling much better. But nonetheless, it hurts. I bruised my ribs for sure. All right. By the way, this was less than 36 hours after I stepped on a sea urchin and got one of their pokey prodi thingies stuck in the bottom of my foot. <laughs> yes, I did. Indeed. And then we went to Alligator Adventure. We went to So when we, when I stepped on the urchin, when I stepped on the sea urchin, I thought it was just a rock. All right. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it hurt. So my wife, you guys know she's an NP, all right? She tried to get it out like a splinter. That didn't work. That was a great deal of pain. So I, you know, then we just decided we would go get tweezers or something. The next day, I thought it was going to work out. It was getting worse. My foot was starting to get swollen. So I thought I was going to have to go to an urgent care. 
Would you guys believe that we called like five different urgent cares and the fastest wait time was three hours? Ridiculous. Ridiculous healthcare at the beach. All right. Three hour wait time. So my wife went to Rite Aid, bought $20 worth of materials and came back to the room and did it herself. And at that point, she dug it out. And then we knew it was a sea urchin because of what it looked like when it came out of my foot. It was brown, just like the tip of a sea urchin. There was no doubt. I stepped on a sea urchin. Then we went to Alligator Adventure. Went to Alligator Adventure where I literally came within like six inches of losing a finger. My wife didn't even want to take me to Alligator Adventure. She says, listen, your luck, like the way you've been accident prone, we shouldn't do this. This is a bad idea. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, almost. almost. I didn't actually get hurt there, but I did almost lose a finger. That would have been... That would have been really bad. There you go. There's your stupid news. That's what happened on my vacation. I got hurt twice, like seriously. And I'm too old. Too old to play softball on the beach at night, apparently. <laughs> Can't do it big. Well, I'm in pain every day, so, you know. I know. I know, man. And I, I, I keep you in my thoughts and prayers at, at getting better. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I got beat up. I got beat up, Rip. I'm not used to being in that much pain. You know, I know some people live with chronic pain, and, and I feel very, very bad for those folks. I feel very, very bad for you. But man, I, I am not built for it. <laughs> I'm a wuss. I'm a wussy. All right. So, yeah, pain is not a friend of mine. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Listen to my wife more. Listen, She didn't tell me not to step on a sea urchin. She also didn't tell me not to stick my hand in the alligator cage. All right. As a matter of fact... Like, she may have motivated me to do so. Saying, <laughs> does she need to? Yeah, that's right, Tabby Moza. That's me. That's that's my cat. I'm fighting that alligator. All right, listen, we're gonna take a very quick break. When we come back, because we we've gone way off the rails. When we come back, uh, we'll we'll finish up on the Picard rebracketing. I also wanted to to take just a second and recognize while we're talking about the the auction. While we're talking about the auction and the brackets that were expanded and the number of shards that are being expanded and given away, I also kind of want to come back in and talk about, I know, Chuck, at what point does anybody need to be told not to put their hand in the alligator pen? I, I get it. <laughs> I understand. This, you know what? That's my cat video, okay? That's the cat video, me doing something stupid. That's what you guys asked for. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about shards, Criminal Ripper. Because like Jayla, okay, like Jayla, like Jordy, like Data to some respect, I feel like officer sourcing, while maybe not as obvious at first, I feel like officer sourcing has gotten a good improvement, a good look this arc. I do not, I don't think that everybody is going to unlock everything. Obviously, I know that. But there are more shards being handed out in various events. You've got uh, a couple here, a couple there, four here, six there, 12 there. It ended up adding up really nicely. And despite the fact that it takes 180 to unlock him, um, I mean, I took almost an entire week off the arc, and, and I think maybe, maybe I still stand a chance at getting Picard unlocked this month because of the new bracket. 
And because of the expanded leaderboard spots, I, I actually stand a chance, Ripper. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to place, and, and I've spent most of my stuff last week, so I don't know how it's going to go. But there's a chance. And, and, and even if, even if I only finish with 150 or 140, that's a lot of epic shards comparative to previous arcs where officers are just unobtainable. You know, unobtainable. So I'm not, again, I'm not indicating that everybody should. I'm not indicating that everybody will. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that the number of shards, even in solo milestones, folks, even in solo milestones, it felt, it felt more this time. I don't know. I might be wrong. You guys are saying I'm wrong. I don't, I don't think so. I haven't won anything. I've won zero leaderboards. Now I've placed in some stuff. But I feel like I, I feel like I might potentially stand to get there. Okay, we do still have and and you know you guys are saying JLo. What about JLo? What about Lorca? Well, there and Data. There are still ways. Very slow, very slow. But there are ways. All right. And Kalmic, you're right. Didn't a certain host complain about the amount of shards? I did. I did crazy enough. All right. But you know what? Then they added brackets. They added more shards to events. I even said on the last show big that I might end up being, I think I was going to end up being 26 shards shy. 26 is what I estimated I was going to be short. Okay? Um, If I play my cards right, I might have been able to make up those 26. Now, I agree with blue. Fixed? No. Fixing? Yes. All right? This is definitely Uh an improvement. Definitely an improvement. I rip you want to disagree. I mean, it's it's nice for for this particular thing, but this is like guaranteed not a long-term thing. It's not going to stay this way. Well, obviously. Obviously. It can't. I agree. So so it's not it's not really fixing, it's just a generous arc. something. A generous. And then, okay. A generous arc, let's call it. Let's so, see what happens. You know, if if there's nothing happening like with general sourcing in the next arc, then there was no fixing. This was just this arc. There are more shards, and it was and in, in one would argue that it was a more generous arc. Okay, I can see that point. And of course, long-term sourcing continues to be a point of concern. Agreed. Okay. Uh, do I expect to see free-to-play grinding out Picard shards next month? No, I don't. Do I expect to see it the month after? No, I don't. Okay, no, I don't. But by this time, what we should be seeing is a regular grindable path towards TNG officers, towards Lorca, towards Jayla. We should be seeing some of that stuff now, and, and we can see TNG in three, four, five, six months, all right? I, I just hope that this is – I hope that the way that they have increased the shard payout uh, maintains its hold in future in future arcs because I feel like the shard payout this arc has been good. I mean, let me, let me ask, and I know I'm talking to a fewer number of people, okay? I know a fewer number of people than, than most, but I feel like we're going to see – Galaxy wide, someone's gonna call me crazy. I feel like we're gonna see several hundred, if not close to a thousand players with Picard by the end of this month. I know that sounds crazy, but but honestly, Ripper, I really think that that's that's a realistic number. Big, um, 
Mm. Ripper thinks it might be it might be too aggressive. Big, what Wait, do you let me, think? Let me think. Let me think. I think there's going to be hundreds. You mean you mean across all servers, right? Yeah, game game wide, there's going to be over a thousand players that end up with Picard. It's not going to be like, it's not going to end up like, um, you know, uh, data where there's, you know, a hundred in the galaxy. I don't, I think it's going to be more than that. Quackfu says I'm crazy. <laughs> Tabby Moses says I'm crazy. Divine says same people won same places in both auctions. I don't I don't know about that. The auction's still going on. And there's been extra bracketing and 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 to be let's be clear, let's remember here. Now again, I don't know what your server cooperation is like, but um there's no need to tear this cat. Okay, really. Like the value is in the unlock. Gregor, you said that a couple of weeks ago. The value of this officer is in the unlock. JD7 says still less than 1% of game players. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. All right. A thousand is is far too low, but it's also it's exclusivity period. It's the introduction of this officer. Not everybody's gonna get it in the first month. I've I you know, I'm not gonna convince you guys that that's not the way it should be. I I'm I get that. Okay. But you know, three months, four months, six months from now, the officer should be very much available. Uh, a Dark Menace says values in the unlock. I don't know. Yeah, of course it is. That's that's your pike. Okay, that's your pike. Uh, Divine says one alliance only on server. I'm confused what you mean, Divine. Um, how many I think total? more than 1% of the game has it. <clears throat> I think so. And and we'll have it by the end of tomorrow. Smokem says how many brackets? You figure two to three per bracket per server. Um, you've got probably close to... 10 or 12 brackets, Ripper. They start at 20. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, JD7 says the problem seven, is exclusivity never ends. I don't disagree. Eight, That's something that we got we to gotta move forward with, but 10, I do agree. 11. It's 12, 12 brackets. 12 brackets. All right, and and I and and by the way, I think it's going to be more than two or three per bracket because of the number of shards that were sourced. I did. I came in what four fifth place in our first bracket. Uh, if I finish top ten in this bracket, top ten is all I need, and I'll have him unlocked. All right, and I only finished fifth in the first bracket, so uh, in the first auction, and and all the rest has come from events, shards, and and. This or that. I did do the $100 battle pass, so I think I got, what, 20 shards there. So, um, you know, 20 shards came from that pack. But nonetheless, I mean, that's going to be more than two to three per bracket. Okay, honestly. I, I think it's going to end up being – I think it's going to end up being close to 20 per server on average. 20 per server average. Tell me I'm wrong, Big. Gregor? So. <coughs> I mean, you're thinking that if there's 12 brackets, let's just say three people in each bracket get an unlocked, that would be 36 per per server, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm still think I'm saying per bracket, not per auction run. All right, because somebody who got, but of course, keep in mind here too, first place and second place were essentially full unlocks after you count the battle pass. All right. Right. So, yeah. so right there, but maybe four per bracket. You think? Right there's twenty four guaranteed if different people won, of course. Right. 
All right. But then you've got players like me that just require a, a fifth place and a top 10, right. and I'm going to get it. So what about the player who got fourth place last time? He's going to get it. Third place is going to get it. All right. If somebody gets second or third place this time and got top 10 last time, they're going to get it. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, it, it's a larger number of people than you think. All right. So, so, so we have, let's, we just have, say, have right, let's just say it's 10, 10 people per bracket. Get it. That's 120 yeah, per server. That's huge. Yeah, that's a yeah. So, um, you know, but now let me just say, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say this. So, if you if you unlock Picard, you know, you unlock him, would he be your primary officer in, in what you're doing? Like, what would you use him for? Let's just say you unlock him. And now, what? What you're gonna go grind reds? What's the crew you're gonna run to grind the reds? I am going to use him with um, Beverly Crusher and Talon. I'll probably do a lot of swarm with that, or I'll, or I'll work like Ripper was saying at the beginning of the show. I'll work on some heavies with that while I'm trying to grind mm. the lights. Uh, no, for me, there's, there's good use. I'll, I'll use him. Okay. I'll use him. Yeah. So, but that's, uh, like, yeah, I, that's the reason, the, the reason I don't think, the reason I don't think about Beverly, uh, or I don't think about Chen with Beverly is because the damage reducer is not, we've talked about this before. The damage reducer is not as necessary because of the mitigation from Beverly Crusher. I think Talon, because she has a smaller effect is going to be more useful with Beverly. No way. No way. No, you don't think I, so. I think, dude, PBC is still going to be ultra powerful. When you're hitting he when you're hitting big hostels, like that's that's what I'm the, saying. The I think I think reducers. that I would use. But, but it's Moreau. not going to be. It's not going to be better than Moreau, though. Mitigation is way less equal to damage reduction. I get that. That's why I'm saying I don't think Chen and Crusher go together. I think Picard, Crusher, and Talon go together better, and then leaving Pike, Moreau, and Chen as your you know, that's your main crew. Pike, oh, I uh, see Beverly, okay, so that's, your, okay. so that, gotcha, that's gotcha. actually what I want to know. It, if you open up a card and you have Crusher right now, is he better grinding reds than Pike Moreau? Not. No, uh, he is not. He is not. No, Chen, Chen makes the difference, and Chen is going to be great. I think what you have with Picard is that he, he has wider range, okay, because you can use him for reds, okay, you can, but you can also yeah. use him in armadas. He's going to be stinky good in armadas. Okay. Would uh, you pick him? Okay. So would you show up with him over five in an armada? Depends on what armada it is. Okay. And yeah. it depends on how many I'm running. For example, Big, you've seen me, and, and guys, I talked oh. about this. I did a video on this. Uh, pretty much like 38s and down. I don't even go with an armada crew. I'm showing up with Jordy. Uh, Jordy. Crusher and five for maximum loot. That, that's who I'm going with. So it depends on okay. what armada it is and how many I'm running. If I'm running five, six con somewhere else, then Ooh. I may be looking at Picard, Crusher, and Jordy potentially. If I if there's a Klingon target available, uh, Klingon armada target, I'll go with that. I'm still getting some loot bonus. If I've got a Romulan target and a Klingon target, I'm going to try to send. I'm going to try to send Picard and Jordy over to the Klingon target um, until we get some others. And I think there are others coming. 
Okay, I mean, it doesn't make sense that we're only targeting the Klingons here. I think there's going to be other uh, Armada faction officers that come. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I think right now, you know, we, we talked about this with Data. We said he's useless, he's worthless, and then this month he got a huge, huge benefit. All right? Yeah. You run Picard, Crusher, and Data, and now he's massively powerful. Ma- I mean, that's who you run against an Armada if it's not a Klingon. If it's a Romulan or a Federation target, use Data instead of Geordi. All right? And they're still stupid good. All right? And then once we actually get an anti-faction officer like Geordi that, that, you know, comes somewhere else, right. yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be stupid good again. And no, it doesn't come with a loot bonus, but listen, sometimes the loot, the loot bonus is secondary, guys. The loot bonus is what you go for when you can definitely take out the target, okay? Uh, for example, a lot of us are running 5-6 con against these super huge armadas, not for 5 and the loot bonus. We're running it for the mitigation. We're running it for synergy with 6 of 10. We're running it uh, for the mitigation piece of it, okay? Right. Um, if I was sending a smaller ship to a 39 epic or a 38 rare, all right, I don't need, you know, I, I don't need all that firepower. So I'm going to send a secondary ship with maybe just a loot bonus crew or, or something like that. The, the loot bonus comes secondary. Only when you can for sure take out your target should you then be focused on increasing the payout, okay? I have always said this. The goal, and by the way, there's no loot bonus in this game. Let, let me go on record and say, there's no loot bonus in this game that will outweigh punching up none mathematically it doesn't exist okay if you can punch up you will get more loot all right even if i go with players who are bigger than me arrow says i'm wrong i disagree all right i will punch up every day of the week when i go on our monitors all right and i've got players that that have never been able to do a 38 rare Okay, and we did that, right, Big? We did that just three weeks ago on my uh-huh. on my server. Yeah, I visited the number. What was it? Twenty ninth ranked. They had never done a thirty eight rare ever, ever. I took them to do a thirty eight rare, and I asked them how much more loot. And by the way, a thirty eight rare with players from the number thirty ranked alliance, their ships did not compare to mine. Not even in the slightest. And, I, and by the way, we did this, mathing it out, Arrow. I said, hey, I'll take a smaller ship and we'll hit smaller targets. I don't want anyone to think I'm sucking up all the loot, all right? But I think that if we hit a 38 rare, even with my big ship, you'll be paid more. So when we took the 38 rare and we compared it to what's the next smallest rare? 35, I think. 30. Four, I can't remember. The next smallest rare, I think it is a 35. The next smallest rare, we did that, and they more than doubled their loot. Even with my lopsided power, we more than doubled their loot before the chest, even, Kalmic. All right, yeah, the chest will obviously help. But even before the chest, just in what they got from the battle log, was more than double by punching up. There, there are a ton of great loot bonuses, but it should always be secondary, okay? By the way, somebody asked about, uh, very quickly, let me just address this real quick. Yes, 
Uh, this was snuck in by Scopely. I know that a lot of players know about it already. Ops 46 plus. Ops 46 plus. You got a new research this month. It was largely untalked about. Don't even know why nobody really talked about it. Um, help me find it, Gregor. Ops 46 it's in the, uh, plus. Station. In the it's station in the tree, in the in the advanced station tree, 46 plus, you got a new Armada Pillager. Armada Pillager, all right? Um, and sorry, you're right. It's not Ops 46. It's ACC 46, all right? ACC 46, and there is a new um, uh, research out there called Armada Pillager that is a single level. It's almost like a prime. It gives you a 30% boost to loot. All right, thank you. Key's got the screenshot there. ACC 46, Pillager, 30% boost to loot. And again, this is, loot is important. Don't get me wrong. Loot's important, all right? But it's always secondary to killing the largest target that you can. You always want to get the lar- largest target that you can. We, we've often joked, I've, I've said this to many people, if you go to an armada and everybody dies except for one player who survives by the skin of their nose, all right, that survives by uh, 5%, you actually maximized your directives. That was the biggest you could go. That was the most you were going to get. Anything less than that is is a waste of efficiency, so to speak, all right? So you always want to punch up. Once you are done punching up, then as you build the research, as you build the ships and you get a little bit more buffer, then you can start worrying about loot. Arrow, welcome to the stage. You say I am incorrect on punching up on Armadas, uh, and you say you've got some math, so uh, let's uh, dive into that. Arrow, welcome to the stage. Appreciate you being here. What's up, bud? Thank you for having me. Um, so the, the statement you said was no loot bonus ever outweighs punching up, correct? Not, not in, well, uh, yeah, that is what I said. Um, and, and, okay. and of course, so, if you, yeah, go ahead. That is what I said. Yes. I, I, you take 165% loot bonus to every player and you hit a 35, you're going to get more loot than no loot bonuses on a 38, which is the maximum loot bonus you can have right now. Like that's, that's, that's how it works. So, you're, you're talking about the use of five of 10. Yeah, well, if you use Jordy Synergy 5 to 10, you get a plus 165%. So that loot bonus would be better than punching up and not being able to use any loot bonus officers. <clears throat> then, okay, I can see it. So you're saying using Jordy plus Synergy plus 5 of 10. Yes. And, and hitting a smaller target. All right, I can see that. Actually, I can. I can. That was the whole premise of the video that we did, was maximizing the loot. I can see that if everybody is running that. Okay, if everybody cool. is running that. Um, I don't know how many people have Jordy, though. Um, and so I don't... You're 100% correct. So it, it is situational. Like, so I can't... So you say punching up will never be better than any loot bonus you can have, but that's situational. You're, you're right. if everybody has max loot bonus... Punching the target that everybody can use max loot bonus is going to be better. I can go with that. I can go with that. Absolutely. So there's there's an exception to the rule, and and I can I can actually get behind that. All right. Uh, and and so what he's saying, what he's saying is that if you had surplus power, all right, uh, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. I'm going to keep you on the stage here for a second. If you had surplus power, you're saying, for example, let's let's take a 38 rare. 
and a 42 rare. Because the 42 rare is stupid. Uh, 41. It's, it's 41 rare. Stupid hard. Okay, it is hard. I, I would argue, Big, that the 41 rare can be harder than the 42 epic. I, I don't know why. It, it just seems like it hits us harder. I don't, I don't know why. Gregor, has that been your experience? Ripper? Not at all. Not at all. The really? 42 epic is significantly harder than a 40. Dude, I, I can hit a 41 rare and maybe lose a tenth of my hole. A 42 epic will wipe me. Uh, that's, that's interesting. And, and, and I would uh, go ahead, Arrow. I was going to say, I have to agree with him. We can take the 41 rares with all ends, but we can't take the 42 epics with all ends. You know, maybe it's ACC big. I mean, you and I have talked about this. We've seen, we've seen the one-off 41 rare that just spanks us. Like, we can Ooh. run those. We can run them most of the time. Four out of five, no problem. Four out of five, I'll live. I'll survive. I'll, I'll have half my hole left. And then there's one like we ran earlier today where it took out a Pylum, a Katinga, two jellies north of 10 million, and two jellies north of 6 million. And it took, what, 20% of the Armada hull? Like, it, it blows my mind. There is, like, that Phantom 41 that shows up once too, in a while. I think the faction makes, makes a little bit of difference. Like, certain ships, I, I want to say, like, I think, like, some of, and I haven't really, you know, just because, you know, we, you know, I, I use a big enough ship where I'm not normally worrying about it. But for some reason, I think somebody was mentioning, and I didn't go back and verify. And so I could be spitballing. I could be wrong. But I think I want to say, like, I feel like the feds may act like an interceptor. And if you have a explorer versus that, it's going to do better than a battleship will. So I haven't looked into that. Somebody was mentioning that. So, Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure. To me, I think the ACC is what that's more important. But I, I don't, I, I don't well, know that, if that, that could be something. The other two, you know, we've talked in the we've talked in the past that the ACC is is much more valuable than people give it credit for. All right, it's significant because the leaders ACC, the leaders ACC carries to the team. So the one that we failed on today was a 39 host, a level 39 host started a 41 rare. All right, we got spanked. Now, what we typically see, and and you know, I'm I'm gonna have to start mad. I'm gonna start documenting this big and writing it down. What I think is that most of the time it's you, or Clyde, or or toys. or toys that are starting yeah. these, and so you guys all, have you ACCs. Know, yeah, that you guys got 40, ACCs, yeah. and and that's a significant difference. That that's got to be it, because I know I haven't started a ton. I know I have. I think I've started maybe two or three of the deep space rares, and and I think that we, you know, we usually get it. But I've always, you know, I've usually got you. I've got Great Depression. I've got, you know, I got Clyde. So, uh, just once in a while, we we come across that one. We come across that one, and and it just just spanks us, spanks us hard. Uh, but yeah, it, just to correct uh, what I'm seeing in chat, it is the leaders. ACC is spread to the team. All right, so don't get that confused. If, if a level 30 starts one, that is for the entire team, even the level 50 that shows up, all right? So if a level 50 starts it, the level 30 that shows up gets the ACC bonus from the 50, all right? Um, uh, by the way, for those for those people that are, uh, like, on the edge of doing the our Deep Space Armadas, like the 41s, 42s, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't have a thick alliance yet, um, 
if you got people that can get there in their Franklin and they run Picard, Crusher, Gala or Pike Murrow Gala, like that sometimes like that can help push you over if you barely got enough people to get to deep space or barely got enough to do one of those edge armadas like having that franklin that has the deep warp range you know can fill out a spot running gala and reduce your crits yeah oh man i I, it works it works i know that it mathematically works i just i hate I, I don't like that it's only a 10% chance. I feel like you're giving up something. Now, the obviously, the alternative is you don't show up, right? That's what you're saying. If you cannot go in a warship, then a Franklin with a Pike Moreau Gala can help your team. Uh, and, of course, if they win, that gets you paid. Uh, what Gregor's talking about is a very niche scenario, okay? If you cannot get there, if you cannot get there, then showing up in a Franklin with something that's going to help your team, like a Pike Moreau Gala, um, something like that, is, is going to reduce the amount of damage that your team takes. And then, of course, if the team wins, you win. That That is literally only for players 36-plus who don't have a ship capable of getting to the warp range you need to be. Okay, like Which right now is a big deal. I bet you there's a lot of people that would could use that, leverage that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it, it is still a very specific scenario. I don't want to encourage, you know, everybody showing up to Armadas in your Franklins. Like it's, it's literally, that's for players who just can't get there. Okay. And, and not only that, but the Franklin, I mean, the payout you're going to get, unless you are lucky enough to get the, the bonus chest, you, you're not, you're, you're being selfless for your team. <laughs> it's not going to pay you very well at all. Uh, but it, it does allow you to participate. It does allow you to participate, which in an Armada event like today, that may matter. Okay? That may matter. All right, guys, let's do this. Let's take our quick break. Uh, when we come back, I do want to, uh, to finish up on shards and, uh, and what we feel is, is good and bad about the officer sourcing this month. All right? We know that after the arc is over, that that is going to have to continue to be a flag that is waved at Scopely. But I do think that they've done well with sourcing the relevant officers this month, and I hope that that continues. Plus, I do want to dive in to what we saw this week, which was Faction War and Friendly Fire. Um, That happened since the last time we were on the air. I found those to be very odd um, and actually, crazy enough, I'm going to say this, not enjoyable for me. Faction Wars and Friendly Fire... Uh, not, not maybe not friendly fire. I think it was just faction wars. Faction wars were were kind of silly to me. I, I liked the way that the mechanics were written, but there was one singular mechanic that ruined the entire event. And we're going to talk about that coming up after the break. I may be wrong. You you guys may think that I'm that I'm uh, crazy when I say this, but uh, but um, yeah, maybe I got too much sun this week. We'll talk about it coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Check Live, our first episode back in almost two weeks. We'll be back right after these messages don't go anywhere. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Neptune Mighty God of the Sea, now offering all-you-can-eat shrimp specials every Friday night. Okay, as you know, the big bosses want us to find a way to explain these UFOs to the public without admitting they're UFOs. Now, what's something we've never seen before? Uh, Joe Biden speak in complete sentences. True, but do you want to get us fired? Relax, Joe forgot the joke by now. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Hey. You guys are hot today. Now, to be clear, the UFOs are real, but we can't admit it because we don't want people to be scared, so we need to distract them like we do with everything else the government does. Hey, well, why not say it's a new cell phone app that projects these images into the sky? Yeah, we got people addicted to staring at their phones. But are they really that stupid that they'd fall for fake images? Why not? People stare at Instagram all day, and every picture on there is fake. So we make an app that beams images into the sky and lets users create their own. Only problem. What happens if the UFOs land? They're not gonna. They spent five minutes on Twitter, decided we were all nuts, and took off. Well, I guess it's time to call the Pentagon, then. You mean, phone home? Gosh, I should have hitched a ride on one of those UFOs. From the makers of Whose Line Is It Anyway comes the political improv show that's going viral. Dr. Anthony Fauci stars in Whose Lab Is It Anyway? I don't think I can answer that question, sir. A deadly virus may have leaked from a lab. It's in China. Dr. Fauci told us before the election that it came from bats. But the doc is changing his tune now that the election is over and his emails have leaked. That's an entirely different ballgame. Everyone's playing along, including President Biden. It's just, it's when you think about it. Tune in at 9 to see if you can guess whose who's lab is it anyway. I am completely unqualified. Music and just stay away. If you ain't got anything good to say, then shut your mouth. I got my windows down and my blinders on. Radio set to my favorite song. All green lights on the road. I'm on, and there ain't no doubt I'm getting them good vibes. I'm living this good life. I'm breathing on God's time, and I ain't gonna waste one breath. I'm soaking it. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, we're feeling the good vibes from Chris Jansen. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And I was feeling the good vibes this past week. Uh, Gregor, I was buns in the sun, toes in the sand. Buddy, I um, I had such a, a nice week this past week. Uh, vacationing with my family. And, uh, and shout out. South Carolina, you guys were fantastic. Uh, everybody that we ran into at Myrtle Beach this year, you guys were you guys were great. Like all the all the restaurants we visited, Gregor. I'm just telling you, it was a really nice week. Maybe I'm older, maybe maybe I'm I'm not as wild as I used to be. But man, it was a nice kind of relaxing. All right, we did a lot of running, but um, it every restaurant we went to was great. The staff were great. Every everybody, man. If you're in, how how was the tapioca pudding? Uh, didn't do tapioca pudding. Uh, <laughs> but but we we did a lot of seafood. As a matter of fact, Landon Landon wanted. He said before we ever left, he said the one thing he wanted to eat. Everybody had like their wish list of what they wanted to eat. Landon's 
was raw oysters. He wanted oysters on the half shell, Gregor. We had, we've only done it one time ever. Let me tell you real quick. Five years ago, Landon was nine years old, and we went to a place, and they had oysters, and we thought we'd try, but we didn't eat it right. Okay? We didn't eat it right. We just, <laughs> we just scraped it out of the shell, and that was hideous. That was terrible. All right? So later we found out that we didn't eat it right. Later, we felt like we learned that you're supposed to do it with a cracker, right? You're supposed to be a little bit of hot sauce or maybe some, some um, uh, cocktail sauce or something like that. You're supposed to do something with it, right? So we decided we wanted to try again. So Landon's five years older now. He says, listen, that's one thing I want to do. I want to do oysters. I want to try it. So that was that. Um, my wife, Mrs. DJs, she wanted crab legs from Joe's Crab Shack. All right? That's what uh, she wanted, Okay. Uh, mistaken silence crazy enough you say Hilton Head is where it's at that's where we always go for 26 years I have been to Myrtle Beach twice all right for 24 years we've gone to Hilton Head Island scheduling didn't work this year scheduling didn't work out this year so we we went to our secondary uh, beach which was Myrtle Beach and uh, that's where we went this year but it was a good trip it was good everybody we ran into was great Food was all great. Joe's Crab Shack, shout out. You guys were great. Uh, who doesn't like Joe's Crab Shack? Joe's Crab Shack's amazing. Uh, although, although, oh my God. Listen, if you haven't been to a Joe's Crab Shack since the pandemic, they got rid of the crab, crab nachos. What? What? That was like the one thing we were like, besides the crab. No crab nachos? Oh man, it used to be this huge heaping, this huge heaping plate. Just, oh man, it was so good. Um... So we, we missed out on that, but we went to Joe's, we went to Bimini's, uh, we went to Bricks Pizza, which was nice, obviously a very new place, shout out Bricks. Uh, we went to Clark's uh, Seafood and Chop House, shout out, you guys were great. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? We went to Bullies on uh, um, Bullies, I think that was at... Um, North Myrtle, they've got, they've got like a, like, it's not a boardwalk area place, but yes, a Bullies Barbecue was fantastic. Uh, we went to Joe's on Boardwalk at the Beach, uh, and that was fantastic. Just, uh, man, we had, we had such a good time this week. Such a great time. Um, now, again, I do say that my first Myrtle, my first Myrtle experience was terrible. All right. The very first time I had ever been to Myrtle, I hated it. I did not want to go back ever. But this year, it didn't work out for Hilton Head. So we decided to go to Myrtle and we chose differently where we were going to stay. And this time it was much, much better. Much, much better. Uh, so it, it was fantastic. I'll even tell you now, uh, we stayed at a place like in between North and South Myrtle. We play, uh, stayed at a place called the Caravel Resort. It was fantastic. The people were great. The hotel was clean. The room was great. Uh, it, it didn't smell like vomit or weed <laughs> like the first time we went. Uh, Caravel Resort, very, very nice. I enjoyed that place very, very much. They had great pools. They were clean. Um, the parking was good. It just, it was a, it was a much better, it was a much better trip this time around. So shout out to everybody in Myrtle. It was, it was fun. Um, what were you, how did I have time to burn? Uh, dude, I mean, I had all the time sitting in the sun. I, I swam far less than I used to. I think, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm more of that guy that like just sits in a chair on the beach and drinks and reads or 
plays yeah i played my game a little bit here and there oh noah got me into a new game big country gregor noah got me into a new game i might be playing star trek fleet command slightly less i have <laughs> i have down i have downloaded and have actually found a great deal of enjoyment in clash royale all right it, it's like a new game that was that's uh what is it clash of the clans let me tell you, it's called Clash Royale. I've downloaded it. I am having a great time with it. It's so much fun. I actually went so far as to today, I downloaded it on my BlueStacks to see if I could if I could stream it, and it looks terrible. It looks absolutely horrible on BlueStacks. Uh, no, AFOX, it's not new. It's not new. I, I'm very late to games. I'm super late to games. Like I'm, I'm very late to Among Us, right? I'm very late to Clash Royale. Noah asked me to play with him. I did. I'm having a good time with it. I'm only I'm only King's Tower level four. <laughs> Shinjo says it's even older than STFC. Uh, I know it's old, okay, but it's new to me. I'm having fun. I'm only level four. <laughs> Regis has stopped now. Delete it. No, I actually think that I'm probably going to spend money on it because I need better cards. <laughs> I keep losing. All right, I need to be a level fifty bro in Clash Royale. Uh, so I'm having a lot of fun with that. Uh, like I said, I'm only level four. I'm having a lot of fun, uh, with that game. So, uh, no, it was just, it was just a great, it was a great week. JD seven plays clash Royale. I'll get with you guys. Regis, it, it is. And you know, what's great about it is that it's only like two or three minutes like per round. So when you do get frustrated, it's really easy to put down. Uh, purge says the fun leaves from level 10 on eh, maybe I'm only level four. I'm having fun now. Um, <laughs> Regis says I got so mad. I threw my phone. Oh, Landon. Landon, poor boy, he got into the pool with his phone in his pocket, Gregor. So, uh, like, the second day we're there. So he didn't have a the phone. All, everybody. He didn't have a phone all week long, so he couldn't play any games or didn't, text his girlfriend or nothing. He got into the pool on the second day with his I phone. I bet he was wonderful to deal with the he, rest of the trip. He, no, he was good. He Obviously, he was really disappointed. It was nobody's fault but him. I even told him to leave the phone in the room. He brought it down because he was talking to his girlfriend. And then... See how that worked out. <laughs> he couldn't talk to her the rest of the week. does that conversation go? Oh, you just went on vacation. His girlfriend's like, you never called me again. Yeah. yeah oh, well, my phone went in the pool. He That's... did. Yeah, he did. He did text her from his brother's phone. But, yeah, he was really disappointed with that. Uh, we have insurance, though, so I can get him a replacement. But, obviously, I wasn't going to have a chip there, you know, or anything like that. So, yeah, phone and pool. That one. That one right there. Uh, Elemental P says, why do people got to kick over your sandcastle? I don't know, but that didn't happen this time. We built sandcastles on two different days, and, uh, and, and they were still there that evening, but then the tide washed them out. Uh, that was between sea urchin foot and breaking ribs in a hole. Uh, what happened there, but nonetheless. No, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a good week. I really enjoyed the vacation this year, uh, so thank you guys for, uh, for allowing me the time to get away. Um... Okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about these PvP PVE events. I want to start with uh, <laughs> Kirko. I have like thirteen cards. Oh my gosh, look at those! So I played with somebody the other day, uh, just earlier today. I was playing uh, with Noah, and somebody showed up with a card that even he had never seen before, and uh, he was like, "I don't know what this," is. and we got owned, we got destroyed. So he was like, I don't even know what card that is. Good God, man. You got a ton of cards. God, that's crazy. Anyway, uh, we, we're not going to be doing a, a, a podcast on Clash Royale. I might stream it later. But I tell you, it looks terrible on Bluestacks. It looks absolutely awful on Bluestacks. I'm going to have to fix it. 
Um, Friendly Fire. Let me start here because both of these events happened this week. Friendly Fire and Faction Wars. All right. Friendly Fire was a PvP event with a PvE element that uh, allowed you to enter all three brackets uh, for free. There was no ticketed entry. You could just get in and play. Now, I was really looking forward to this event. I really was, because I love PvP events, big country. Gregor, I love PvP events, all right? Uh, whether, I, whether I win or lose, I really enjoy it. It gives me a chance to work on crew, to tinker, to figure out where I'm hitting in my, in my uh, weight class, yada, yada. All right? I am not happy with how that event played out because there was such a heavy-weighted component on PvE. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that PvE should not have been a thing. Okay? I'm not saying that PvE should not have been a thing. I am fine with the PvE element. And, and the reason that I am is, is the same reason that people say that I forget about players. I, do, I say that because I want all players to be able to play. I want all players to be able to hit those milestones and get paid. I want all players to be able to hit whatever they need to do. There were two things about this event that I would have removed. One, I would have removed the capability of entering all three. Okay, pick one. And then I would have removed the PVE element uh, being such a heavy weight. It was worth 200,000 points, 200,000 points per hostile. Now, I point out that when you do PVP, you get points on hull damage, which is typically only two, maybe three million points Per hostile, depend or per player, depending on what you're hitting. If it's a if it's an auger, you're going to have a little bit more because of hull. Uh, if it's an interceptor, for example, you're going to have a little bit less. Okay, um, I. So let let's say let's say that it's two million points on average for someone in my bracket. Ten hostiles is all that was needed to equate one PVP kill, except one PVP kill was going to be more expensive, Big, right? If i going against head-to-head with a player of my caliber, I'm going to lose <laughs> 60, 70, 80, maybe 90% of my hull, all right? Now, I did that in, in 15 seconds, okay? But now i got to warp back or suicide or whatever and get back. Or I could sit there in a ship and PvE grind. Ten hostiles would have equaled one PvP kill. All right, 10 hostiles, which I could do in probably three or four minutes, but was more reliable, was infinitely grindable, and certainly easier to do than waiting on PvP to show up. Now, I do want to send a congratulations. I do want to send one shout-out and congratulations to Server 15's Wambulance. You guys remember Wham's name. He was the guy that stayed up and did the server 15, like the cross-server leaderboard. He won it for our server big. You'll remember that, Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I am going to show you guys a screenshot that is going to blow your mind. Here is Wham's uh, leaderboards with two minutes left in the event. And again, I'm saying congratulations to this cat. 
because he did it. What did he do, DJs? He did it without a single PvP kill. He ground out first place in all three leaderboards through PvE. This should never... I'm glad it did for him. He obviously put in hours and hours and hours and hours. And, and Scaly says, with a bot. I will tell you this. I know Wham. He does not bot. Okay? He does not. Big, Big would tell you. I think Big probably knows him well enough to know as, as much as he talks in Galaxy Chat. Yeah. He, uh, he does a, not a bot. Computer, a computer wouldn't bot. He, does, he has too much misspellings in, in uh, <laughs> Galaxy Chat to be a bot. By the way. It depends on how much bourbon he's had. By the way, that's right. Yeah. I was going to say, all the time he's grinding, he's in Galaxy Chat insulting somebody. Oh, my okay? goodness. He is. Yeah. <laughs> so, he is. Oh my goodness. He he eliminates himself from suspicion of botting by talking smack in Galaxy Chat. All right. No one could ever accuse him of botting because he's talking smack in Galaxy Chat 100% of the time. And it's I, like off the wall smack. It's good. It's good smack. It's good smack. All right. Now. Uh, he did it all through PVE. Now, Snipe says, I'm surprised he was able to do that because there was a PVP shortcut as well. And you guys have been talking about it. Uh, I saw here in the chat a little bit ago, you guys are talking about Leslie. Damage dealt mechanic is broken, says Purge. It's broken when you use officers like Leslie. And enemies killed leaves the low players out. Points for losing against players is prone to Rialta spam. This is a no-win scenario. And you know what, Purge? You're absolutely right. Every time Scopely tries to tweak this, we think it's going to get better. We think it's going to get better. And, and then somebody finds a way. Okay? Somebody finds a way. All right? Um, Snipe says there is a way around it. Tweak Leslie not to work in PvP. I would I would like to see that. I don't know. Oh, Ripper's gone. I don't know if that's something that can be done or should be done. And I, I mean, I can't think of any scenario. Let me let me just ask you real quick. Um, Arrow still on the stage, and if somebody wants to come in and ask about this, does anybody regularly use Leslie in PvP? Big, have you ever? I'm. I don't think that I've yeah. ever. I don't think I've ever. I. I I used to to blow up bigger ants than me. Okay, so you, you've you used it to punch up. Kalmic is on the stage as well. Tell me about your use of Leslie. No, it doesn't happen in PvP. The only time it happens is for particular events like this where both people load the same ships out and they basically do limitless damage to each other. They're working together. To score They're points. Kill trading. Okay. Yeah, I, that's all it is. I will say this. Because, because Wham was able to do this event with Stellas. Yes, you guys make fun of him for having six Stellas. Because he did this event with Stellas, I find it difficult to imagine that anybody in his bracket was using Leslie v. Leslie. Okay? I don't, I don't, Wham is in your bracket, big. All right, right? Isn't he a 46? No. Oh, he's a 45. Okay. So I'd, I'd have to – well, then he would have been in my bracket. <clears throat> our, our scores – I mean, you can see what was first place in all three brackets. I would imagine not many players on my server were using Leslie versus Leslie. 
All right, because if they were, you would probably easily find yourself in the billion point range after, say, an hour of trading kills. Okay, so Captain Taylor says, don't mess up Leslie. <laughs> Here's the thing, I, th and that's why I'm hesitant on saying what he should be modified to. I've used Leslie in PvE, absolutely. We've used him in Armadas, we've used him in Hostiles, we've talked about, okay, we've talked about it. Uh, I don't think that that is a, is a misuse of that officer. I, to be honest with you, I don't think it's a misuse of the officer to be used in PvP. But when you are coordinating crews, coordinating targets, and kill trading, that's what, that's what loses it for me a little bit. Now, Big, we're going to have to talk about this very carefully because I said on the show many, many months ago that I was no longer going to offer an opinion on what was within the spirit of the game. So I am not going to comment on people that use Leslie. The game lets you do it. You got points off of it. Clearly, somebody could have ground this out through PvE, as Wham did. I'm sure he spent a great deal of time. Wasn't this a 48-hour event? It's a 48-hour event. And he got first place in all three brackets. What's up, Dark Lord? Welcome to the stage. It was faction-specific ships, so he couldn't use Alice. Ah, but there was an any-ship mechanic, and that's what kills it for me. Okay? That's what kills it for me. That's what killed Faction War for me. There was an any-ship mechanic, and that has got to go. I hate the any-ship mechanic. I hate it. Okay? The any-ship mechanic completely undermines... This, the, and and I, I think, Big, I'm okay to say this. The any-ship mechanic undermines the intent of the event, which was PvP with a PvE mechanic. Let's fast forward to Faction War. All right? Faction War. You needed 150 points. You got four points for a PvP kill, one point for a PvE kill. All right, and, and let me rephrase. One point for the any ship PvP kill, uh, PvE kill, and two points for the faction-specific PvE kill. All right, so four for PvP, two for faction PvE, or one for any ship. Now, let me ask very quick. Now, Tequila says if Scopely didn't say any ship, we'd all complain that we couldn't participate, which is why I also think that it should have been limit one per faction. Okay, either that or, or this is going to be unpopular, but treat it like a ticketed event. One for free, pay for the extras if you have extra ships. Okay, if I've got an auger and an enterprise and I want to do both Romulan and Fed, then I'll get my one for free, which I think is what they did in Faction War because that one was ticketed, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That one was ticketed. So, actually, that one worked. Faction War was ticketed, and I'm cool with that. I still don't like the any ship mechanic. <laughs> all right? Because if I was going to... Because here's what I did. All right? And, yes, I know I'm complaining about the easy way out, but it, it violated the way that the event was written for me. Here's what I did. I entered all three at the same time. I took a Stella... And killed 150 hostiles. And it took me about an hour. And then I was done with a 48-hour event because I was scoring simultaneously in all three events. You see what I'm saying? 
Like, that's what drove me nuts about this event. Nobody on my server... Listen, Big, our server typically does show up to PvP. At least a handful in, in almost every bracket. Bull always shows up. Uh, Burden always shows up. Bojack always shows up. There are always PvPers that show up. All right? Now, it's certainly not the majority of the server. I get that. But there are players that always show up. This time, even the PvPers didn't show up. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth 150 hostile kills versus 40, 35 PvP kills. You do the math, folks. I was getting 15 to 16 PvE kills with my Stella. And that cost 90,000 trite to repair. Or I could have done 35 PvP battles and spent what, big? 40 million, 50 million trite for me? <laughs> it would have been more for you. Okay? This is why the any ship mechanic can't stay. This is my opinion. Okay? It can't stay because it removes the incentive. Mean, the, the whole reason that this event was written this way and ticketed this way was to encourage people to join in on their chosen faction, to use their faction ships, but that requirement was completely removed. Ivana Vaughn says there was no any ship in Friendly Fire, but indeed there was. There actually was. Any ship mechanic in Friendly Fire. You could also do it in PvE. And that's exactly what Wham did. There was no PvP. It was all completely ground up. The PvP events this month were great in how they were written, unless, with the exception of the any ship mechanic. And, and again, if you had limited that to one or two factions, one or two events, or three if you wanted to pay to enter or whatever. I, I mean, I don't care. The tickets idea was fine for Faction War. They could have done the same thing with Friendly Fire. If somebody had wanted to chase all three, that was fine. All right? But the any ship mechanic allowed people to do all three of them willy-nilly, regardless of what ships they had. And it took away from the intent of the PvP. Caboose says, I didn't even waste tickets on the event. I completely skipped it. That, as far as Faction War goes, Caboose, that was probably unfortunate on, on Faction War because those paid really well, <laughs> all right, um, and they, they were easy to do. Now, Friendly Fire, on the other hand, I didn't bother. You're right, Blue, I didn't bother. Didn't waste time on it, didn't bother because my bracket was going nuts with PvE, and by the time I lost, I mean, I wasn't going to sit there on vacation and grind ships for 12 hours, so I quit. I quit early. I mean, I logged in big two hours into the event, and, and so, I already figured out that I was going to have to kill, like, 250 hostiles just to catch up, just to place. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. And that was only a few hours in. I mean, it would have gotten stupid by the end. Guys, 200,000 points per, per PvE kill. You saw what Wham finished with. Let, let's do the math real quick. And I, I wish Wham were here. He's not... He's not responding. Let's look at his biggest one, Romulan. 570 million points. 570 million points divided by 200,000 points per PVE. He killed 2,850 hostiles in a 48-hour period, and that was in that one faction. You tell me <laughs> how gross that is. I'm out. I'm out. 
Okay, out, hard pass. No chance. And that's why I that's why friendly fire gets a failing grade for me. Now, again, you know what? Looky there. Uh, right there. Blue Mandalorian, you did well. You placed in all three. You probably liked the event. I know Wham loved the event. He said, listen, I ain't knocking it. I got paid extremely well. Wham picked up 18 Picard shards. <laughs> Grinder's going to grind, says Clueless. You're absolutely right. He got 18 shards to reward him for his grind. All right. Now, that was obviously a super grind, but 18 epic shards, he's going to get Picard unlocked because of it. And you're right. Nobody showed up for PV, uh, PvP. Okay. El Cheapo says, your math is wrong, DJ. It was 200,000 for faction ships. The any ship mechanic had an even lower score. Oh, gag. <laughs> gag. So he killed even more than that. But there wasn't any ship mechanic. And just like there was an any ship mechanic in faction wars. And again, I don't think, even me, the guy who loves PvP, I did not PvP in that event, I just killed 150 hostiles. It satisfied it for all three. Why didn't I PvP? Because I would have had to have done triple the work. Even if you count, even if you say that the PvP big would have been equal in effort and cost, which we know it wasn't, but even if it was equal in effort or cost to doing the PvE element, I still would have had to have done the PvP element three times because of the, the faction part of it. And the any ship mechanic allowed me to do all three events simultaneously with a single batch of 150 ships with Stella. See what I'm saying? Now, there were some points that I really liked. You take away, you take away the any ship mechanic, it was actually written extremely well. Think about this, folks. The three systems that were being used were the same across all three faction events. Two of them you were attacking, one you were defending. All right? So that particular mechanic was brilliant. No matter what faction event you chose, you were landing in the same systems, Big. I don't know if you noticed that. Did you happen to pick up on that? Because I oh. thought that was genius. <clears throat> no, they didn't, they didn't dilute the PvP systems. They kept everybody separate. Okay? They kept everybody separate. They kept everybody grouped together. All right? And the, the systems were the same. So if you were doing PvP, even if you entered Federation or if you entered Romulan or you entered Klingon, you could still PvP in the same systems. That particular piece was, mechan was genius mechanically. The any ship ruined it ruined it so those were the big events this past week i know that we already talked about the armada thing and that again I, I feel like all of these events paid well i have no problem with the payouts i'm actually very pleased with the payouts all right i chose not to participate in friendly fire because it was the leaderboard aspect uh faction wars was milestone so that was good paid well all right even the armada events are paying well i'm good with that we got spawn rate issues there, okay? JD7 says faction credit rewards this month have been the best they've ever been. Agreed. Agreed. I, be careful spending all those. I, I don't know what that means. 
We've seen this before. When they really dial up on something, there could be something we needed for. I don't know if we're going to get slammed with officers. I don't know if we're going to get slammed with shards and and they're going to open the floodgates on sourcing. Who knows, folks? All right, who knows? Just be aware. I I think big. Gregor, anything is possible here. We've received thousands, multi-thousands of faction credits this month. Never before have we received this many. (laughs) It's still not enough? It's still not enough, my friend. Tell me more. Give me your your perspective on that. Is that because you're getting... Is that because you're using them to buy ship BPs, or what, what's your... Yep. Okay. Yep. Snipe but, says, but I'm I, loving it. It's giving me... The late one, latest one was great. It was good. It was good. So the rewards have been great. Listen, if I'm... if Again, just like last month, if I'm rating this entire arc, it's been very good. I, I'm... Gosh, I'm pleased. We've had two good arcs. <laughs> Big? We've had two good arcs. You know? Um, we're not going to offer final grades today, Big. We're going to do that on Wednesday, as we always do. Final grades for ARC 2 are going to come on Wednesday. So you guys, uh, Gregor, if you're able to make it too, you guys prepare your comments for that. Uh, we'll be issuing final grades for TNG ARC 2. Uh, but again, I got to say, just like I did last month, mine's going to be surprisingly strong. And I've, I've, you know, I think that there's a couple of things that that messed me up a little bit. Friendly fire was one. Didn't like it. I didn't like the any ship mechanic. Um, <clears throat> the Armadas event. I know that's tough for a lot of people. Thankfully, shout out Big Country. I'm part of an alliance that that does typically do well in Armada events, so I didn't struggle with that as much. So I'm thankful for that. I, I think all the events paid well. As a matter of fact, uh, we have a level forty five um, who actually. Counted it up, spent nothing, kept a chart. Big, I don't even know if you knew he did this. We had an Ops 45 player, and granted, his payouts are higher. But, Gregor, just in events and battle pass, accumulated over 10 billion steel this month. Events and battle pass, 10 billion steel. And that's for an Ops 45. That's actually not bad, Big. Completely free. I mean, I don't know. Does that sound on par? I mean, it, it, Gregor, what do you think that you earned resource-wise? And 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 I'm going to ask you know a, a 35 oh, here in a second. That. Probably five times that. There's a ton. And yeah. your and your ops 50. Yep. You know, uh, officer exchange program. One of my favorite events that I think I've ever seen. Let's All right. Make it a daily event. Well, daily. And it's source Jordy. At two, at, at two epic shards per event. Now, granted, limit six, but, I mean, they told us about that up front. We told all you guys you were going to get 12 shards this month of Jordy from OEP. All right? And four of them were given to you for free. Uh, sorry, four pulls. Eight shards were completely free. And if you wanted to spend 20 tickets on the other four shards, you could have. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it is all relative. You know, at 49, I've earned $8 billion today, says Key. I don't know what I've earned, but it's been a lot. It, it's been a lot. Uh, Dekic says $10 billion doesn't seem like a lot. You know what, though? I, I am – Dekic, since you've got that spreadsheet, I would love to see uh, – maybe even since this arc is over. And I don't know if you track this or not. Since you're a free-to-play – have you tracked your payouts for the entire arc? 
Like, did you keep track of everything that you made this month? Because I might be wrong on that number. I might be wrong on that number. You guys are saying that number doesn't sound very good, but he was really impressed with it. I might be wrong. I might be remembering wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, Key says that spreadsheet makes my head hurt. That That's <laughs> that's something kind of similar to something that I keep. Uh, Dekic says that spreadsheet is requirements for the next tier. You know, I challenge somebody, somebody out there who likes to nerd out on, on this stuff. Let's watch the next arc. All right. Let's see if it feels as good, but I'd like to get an actual count an actual payout meter you know for a couple of different ops levels as to what they're paying because the last two months have been spectacular speaking of data uh don't forget our data project uh our talking trek moderators are still working on this we're working in conjunction with uh ripper and of course fartasia over at l cars we're trying to gather the data on the away team stuff we're actually still missing a lot of data from various ops levels uh please message the moderators to find out if you are a player that's in the gap that we need so that we can try to get that project finished here in the next several days okay uh so please uh please be sure to uh to check that out so we can get that project done on away teams assignments uh gregor i think we hit everything that i really wanted to talk about uh today i know that i was a little bit a little bit more off the rails than normal just because I wanted to tell you guys some about my vacation, but uh, it was great. <laughs> Doesn't that happen? I mean, you know, even if you listen to like a fun radio show or something like that, then, you know, when they come back from vacation, you always hear about what they did. It was, it was good. We ate oysters. Do you like oysters, Gregor? No. No? God, no. Big? I bet not. No seafood at all. No, I was going to say, I bet, I bet no. Uh, I, uh, will say this, uh, again, and I mentioned this earlier in the show and thank you, uh, uh, divine for pointing it out again, a very special thanks to, uh, Stevens Aaron, especially in big country for filling in on both shows. Uh, while we were gone, those are uploaded and available for download. I'm going to, uh, download both of those and listen to them this week. Uh, want to thank both of you guys for, uh, for picking up the mantle this week while, uh, while I was gone and the entire moderation team for continuing their tireless and thankless work uh, at uh, keeping you hooligans in check while we were on the air. I do. I love the seafood. So, yeah, the, the, um, I, had, I had crab. I had scallops. I had shrimp. I had tuna. I had salmon. Then, of course, I had some good prime rib this week. Oh, man, I ate, I ate like a king, Gregor. I ate good. Oh, yeah, did sushi one night. We did sushi one night, too. Mm-hmm. Good. Yum, yum. Um, Are you excited to go back to work now? No, not at all. Not at all looking forward to going back to work. I can tell you that. Uh, tomorrow's going to suck. Tomorrow's going to be miserable. I, I'll tell you this. I almost didn't want to do the show today because it's just been such a good week. And, and I came back and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go out. I'm going to have to actually prepare. I'm going to have to down. I'm going to have to write some stuff. I'm going to have to work. Then we skipped the stupid news. I did all that writing and I skipped it. Um, but, uh, no, I, it was just, it was just great. It was just a good week. One of the best vacations I've had in a long time. I'll say that. And of course, and you know, maybe, maybe it was, it was different a little bit, Gregor, cause my kids are a little bit more grown up and we didn't take one last year because of the pandemic. Uh, I don't think we took one the year before that either. There was uh, another reason. I don't think I've been to the beach now for three years. This was, uh, so it, it just, uh, it was it was good. It's good to get away. It was really really nice. 
Uh, yeah, any vacation is better than none. See, I think the year before last, or maybe it was last year, we did a staycation uh, where we just stayed home. I didn't end up taking it. I took time off work, but we didn't go anywhere, so I don't know. I don't know, but it was it was good. It was a great time. So, uh, anywho, we've got, it uh, looks like the moderators are working right now on the ops levels that we need to get. So, let's do this. We're going to take... Uh, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we do have a game to be, uh, to be played and a prize to be given away. Plus, somehow, Big, I missed it the Wednesday before we went on vacation. I did not do a spam it. So uh, I've got a spam it that I'm going to give away here. Rich says, did you do stupid crap on vacation? Uh, I, I, maybe a little. I did do a little bit of goofy stuff, and, I, and I've got some video. Like I said, I've got the cat video stuff. I just need to get it all pieced together and put together. But Oliver helped me. Uh, we took we took some videos together, and he wanted so we've got plenty of of the cat and his little goldfish. <laughs> so uh, that'll be coming. <clears throat> Lube says, "Are we going to do an arc three hint? Not today. That will be coming on Wednesday because uh, today we're still in the arc, and hints only become uh, only come between the arcs." Uh, so that is, uh, that's, that's coming as well. And then of course we got your feedback today on Epic Armadas. Uh, we'll send that back up. And then of course the, the any ship, let me just real quick before, before I wrap this thing up, just real fast show of hands. Am I talking out my ear? Did you guys like the any ship or am I just injecting my personal opinion? Cause I won't send it if you guys don't want it. I just thought that it ruined the event for me. I thought it ruined the event for me. Any ship Boaz says broke it. Regis says hated it. Purge says didn't like it. Raskar says made it pointless. Yeah. Jerry Ryan says it blew. Shintari says it was good I, for lower players. Yeah, um, I would say I would say it's good value for people that don't have those ships, right? So like that's okay to keep it in there, but maybe just dilute it to the point where you gotta get even less points with it. Make it make it like enough to get the event done, and that's it. You know what? Okay, faction war. Here's how you keep any ship in there. Any ship, one point. PvP was worth four points. If you had made PvP worth 10 points, I bet more people would have gone for it. Or maybe even more. You needed 150. Was that universal? Did everybody need 150? Was that, was that everybody's? Sounds right to me. Yeah. Okay. Then you know yeah. what? A PvP kill should have been worth 15. I mean, most PvP kill events have usually only required, like, four to six PvP kills. Typically. Gregor, big? Yeah? No? I think most yeah, of the... Or even less. Or yeah. less, yeah. yeah. Usually, I, I was going to say, for me, it's always been four to six, maybe less at the higher levels. You know, yeah, so even... You know what? A PvP, you could have made this event better by making the PvP points worth 30 points. That's five kills. Five kills if you want to do the PvP, or 150 if you want to grind it out. And I bet more people would have opted for the shorter path. I would have looked for five PvP kills if, if it was only five. But four points, 35 PvP kills, get out of here. Get out of here, especially Scoper. If the same, especially if they're in the same system, because then your chance to hit the pve is increased, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll get your five and be gone, and they'll have to sit and grind through a yeah. bunch of PvE. Yeah, I, it just it just didn't work. The scaling was off. The scale was off. I, so I'm I'm good with that. You know what? That's that's how I'll modify it. The any ship can stay, but you're gonna have to severely ramp up the PvP. Severely ramp up the PvP. And and the only reason I don't like the any ship mechanic. I, here's why: if you take the any ship mechanic 
out of it, then people would have had to have flown faction ships so you could have gotten kills. Gregor, if they showed up in a Stella, it wouldn't have mattered. You would not have gotten points for killing me because I was in a non-qualified ship. You know? So, again, yeah. the, the any ship I don't think works. I, I You know, I think... Well, if it's, if it's any ship for PvE, then it should be any ship for PvP. The, for the SLB, though, also, the damage for the PvP was only one point per damage. We've done previous PvP damage events where the points were six points per damage. That would have increased the benefit for the PvP for the leaderboard over the um, hostile grinding as well. Well, on top of that, you still have the Leslie issue, which, again, yeah. and, and by the way, I do think as far as Faction War is considered, I think Faction War possibly maybe tried to take the Leslie thing into account, as somebody was mentioning earlier, because, yeah. because you couldn't use Leslie, you couldn't match up together. Friendly Fire, you could, but in, in Faction War, you had to hit, if you were flying an Enterprise, you had to hit an Augur, or had to hit a D4, or, you know, or those factions. You couldn't hit another Federation ship. So, uh, you know, that, that might be a way to get Leslie out of the picture anyway. I don't know. Um, Divine says, it, it, again, you run into it being fair if not everyone has faction ships, which is also why I say either A, make it so that you can do only one. Choose your best ship and go do only one, not even buy in the other two. Or, I mean, you could do the tickets, and if you don't have a Klingon ship... Like me, I've got a Tier 2 D4. It's worthless. It doesn't do anything, okay? If I had had to have actually used my D4, I would not have paid a ticket for that event. But because I could use Stella, I did, all right? But if that had been, if you removed any ship and they said for the Klingon event, you have to use a D4 or a Burrell or a Bordas, okay, then I would have probably not spent a ticket on that on that faction. So I myself would have chosen to do two and leave the third one. Players do have to keep in mind you cannot or at least are not designed to do everything for free all the time. If there are three factions out there and you can only legit do two, be happy that you can do more than one. All right? And if a player has chosen to invest in all three factions, then they deserve to be able to play in three. And by the way, they're still paying tickets to get in. So it's not like it's free. They gave you one ticket. You could do one for free. If you wanted to do the others, you paid to enter, and that is okay. I'm okay with that. I would have chosen not to pay to enter the Klingon one if the any ship had been removed. And that would have cost me rewards, but I would have been okay with that because I never invested into the D4. You see what I'm saying? I mean, play, players have to keep in mind there's limits to what you can do for free. This was a ticketed event. You paid extra to enter extra to get more rewards. All right? And if the requirement was have this faction ship, and if you couldn't do it, then, you, then that's because you haven't built it or haven't invested into it. Like I said, my D4, I've got it. I've built it. It's Tier 2. I can't do nothing with it. I would not have spent a ticket. And I would have been just fine with that. Ow, ribs hurt. <coughs> Ow. 
<laughs> that hurt. All right, going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, play a game. We'll give away a prize. We'll get off the air in a timely fashion. Look at that. Look at that big country. We're gonna, two and a half hours. We're going to get done. We're going to take a very quick break. When we're back, uh, we'll play a game. We'll wrap up, and we'll go home. You're listening to Talking Trek Live. I'm your host, Ultimate DJ's back with more in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Crazy Boy Recliners with genuine straight jacket strapping to tie Dad down when he's had a really bad day. Uh, this is Mission Control speaking. Welcome aboard the Amazon Blue Origins rocket. Just a few words here from corporate before we embark on this historic journey. Your trip into space will cost you $2 million, but Amazon gives free returns. Speaking of, this rocket will be returning from space in three days, or two if you have Prime. If your spacesuit doesn't fit for whatever reason, there is a shipping label in the left pocket. Simply place it in a box and leave it for your mail person. And without further ado, allow me to introduce your pilot, Tony, who has a customer rating of zero stars. People who liked this purchase also liked La Bamba, the Buddy Holly story, and Flight with Denzel Washington. Cleared for takeoff in T minus 10, 9. Signing up, no monthly dues. Take your Johnson, your Mercury, or your Evan Rudy. Fired up, beat us out at Party Cove. Come on in, the water's fine. Just dive on over and toss us a line. Fast trackers, bailiners, and a party bark. Strung together like a floating trailer park. Anchored out. Continues my country's summer playlist. <laughs> this was this was the stuff, Gregor, that I played like all week long. It was I was sitting on the beach, I had my phone, I had my speaker, and I had my beers, I had my cooler there with me. Even even my wifey was out there. She was drinking. She had her her girly beers out there. She bought uh, she bought uh, the Mike's Hard Lemonade, like the flavored kind. So she got the variety pack. So there was like a bunch, you know, like the raspberry and the strawberry and the watermelon and all that stuff. Yeah, girly beers. Isn't that what the, like that's what those are, right? Girly. <laughs> am I am I saying that that wrong? All right. Like I don't drink I don't drink like the the raspberry Mike's Lemonade. But that's what she no. had. That's what she no. Huh. Should I? You prefer the watermelon? <laughs> no. Actually, I do like the lemonade. I, I like I like the the original lemonade uh, sometimes. But no, I don't. I don't. But but I don't know that I drink that to to like to get drunk. Like I might on a real hot day. Like I might have a lemonade. You know, like refreshing. All right. But I mean, she she was slamming them, buddy. Like like eight six to eight a day, just sitting there on the beach, just putting them back. Uh, no, no white claws. No, she, she took care of business with her mics, man. We bought a lot of mics while we were there. 
Um, and uh, and I did uh, well. And she mixed that. <laughs> she mixed that in between shots of fireball. Uh, but she's a firecracker. All right. She she was doing shots of fireball on the beach. That's brave. All right. Not me. I'm out. Uh, of course, you guys know we went down Saturday. And uh, I'm going to get off the rails again here for a second, Stevens Aaron. We went down Saturday as this tropical storm was moving up from the Gulf. So Saturday night and Sunday, crazy enough, we didn't have bad weather. Like, we didn't have storms. We didn't even have a lot of rain. We had really rough surf. Now, I like that. The boys liked that. You know, there was some good body surfing or the boogie boards, whatever. We didn't use surfboards. But um, the surf was really rough, okay, which was a lot of fun. Of course, I'll say this, man. Myrtle Beach is way more strict on, like, their beach guidelines than Hilton Head is. Hilton Head Island is like, you know, hey, you go, you do you. Like, they've got lifeguards, but I have never, ever seen the flag system. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, the green flag, blue flag, yellow flag, red flag, double red flag. Never seen that before. I had to Google what it meant. I've never seen I in twenty four years of going to the of going to the beach at Hilton Head Island, I've never seen them use the flag system before. Myrtle Beach used the flag system and they they did it. They closed the whole beach, Gregor, twice while I was there. One day the whole beach was closed, double red flag all day. Couldn't I mean couldn't get in the water. Couldn't dip your pinky toe in the water. The lifeguard come yell at you. All right, and then the the second day that they flew a double red flag, they started in the afternoon. Yeah, Fluffy Puma, that's what it is. Now, crazy enough, I, I don't fully understand this. I fully acknowledge that there are meteorologists and there are people who make decisions based on information that they know that I don't know. But all week long, they flew a red flag. We did not have yellow or green all week long. It was single red or double red on the two days that they closed the beach. All right? So, it, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I didn't think the surf was bad. I thought it was very rough on the day the tropical storm was moving through. It was. It was very rough. And they didn't double red flag that day. It was just single red flag. It was the next day that they did the double red flag when the surf was way more calmed down. I have no idea why. Didn't make any sense to me. But um, I will say this. Uh, it didn't happen this week. But apparently in Myrtle Beach just two weeks ago, there was a body pulled out of the ocean on a double red flag day. So they were probably very sensitive to it. They actually pulled a drowning victim out of the water on a double red flag day. So they they were probably, like, really sensitive to it because they flew red flags all week long. It was kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, probably because people were falling in holes and getting stung by sea urchins. It's my fault. Uh, It's all my fault. Uh, Snipe says, uh, if it's double red and seems calm, there was probably rip. There was rip, but, but not on the day they did the double red. Uh, there was more rip on the, on the first day I got there when the, when the storm was coming in. Yeah, there, there was, I'm, I'm very familiar with riptide, undertow. It, it was, it was very, very bad Saturday when we got there, but, uh, Sunday was fine. It was crazy. I don't know. Anyway, um, I forget where I was going with that. I was going to tell you another story. <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should just play a game. Oh, no, no, no. No, I know what I was going to tell you. I know what I was going to tell you very quickly. I saw you guys in the chat during the commercial break. 
All right. You were talking about Leslie versus Leslie. Here's here's what I, I want to wrap this up. The the faction war versus friendly fire, big and Gregor. Uh, I want to weigh in with you guys very quickly as we'll spend three minutes on this, all right? If you look at Faction War, they addressed the Leslie problem because it was not based on damage dealt. It was based on kill points, all right? So not only was Leslie fixed, he was taken out of play, but you also uh, had him out of play because you were hitting opposite your own faction, okay? So Faction War for me was a much stronger win because it took Leslie out. You guys were talking about the damage points, okay, and how that unfairly skews an event that does happen, but only on damage dealt leaderboards, which is what Friendly Fire was, okay? And and Friendly Fire also, of course, had the any ship that was weighted too heavily. Uh, Faction War had any ship that I think was weighted too heavily or not, you know, PvP was not weighted heavily enough. But between the two of them, I tip my hat to Faction War. It was definitely better of the two. It needs a couple of tweaks. I think Friendly Fire should be tossed. Big, let me come to you first. Uh, Friendly Fire versus Faction War. Pros and cons. Your preference. Go. Actually, no. I mean, I I didn't have a problem with any of them, to be honest. I I thought I like the idea that they're mixing stuff up and it's new stuff. So I I actually, I didn't didn't have any problem with any of it, to be honest. I liked it all. Okay, good. Gregor? That was mine. It was good stuff. I mean, like, the payouts were good, so. Okay, all right, so, well, eh, you guys are level 50, bros. You probably, you probably, you probably did well in Friendly Fire. Did you do well in Friendly Fire? Obviously, you must have. Mm-hmm. Big, you do good in Friendly Fire? I was, no, I mean, I, uh, I think uh, I didn't do the one. I wasn't, I didn't compete in one. I didn't compete in the one at all, um, and I and I placed in the other two. I think I was I I finished first in one, and uh, and you know what? Yeah, I did first in the Fed, and I did the tenth uh, in the in the Romulan, and I didn't I didn't do any. Obviously, I didn't hit any Klingon ships. Obviously, <laughs> so uh, so uh, but you know, like I said, I you know. What I did do, you know, which I don't want to, you know, I just, uh, <laughs> what I did was I, I set a mine because they were dill node in, the, in our PVP system. So I set one miner to each of the uh, system so I could constantly, like, check to see if, you know, there was a PVP opportunity that I would be able to, like, kind of go in. Yeah. So, but. That that was the only thing that you know. Like I said, I I would if, if people were maybe didn't like the aspect because they were fog system, so you couldn't see in there. But that was one of the things I did. I sent a miner and each of them. And it was funny because I got some you know people would PM me and were like, "Are you really hurting on Dill that bad?" You know, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm really struggling." <laughs> so, but no, nah, I just I kept the ship in there just so I could kind of peek in there all the time okay. and, and try to you know engage in some PvP you know when what? the opportunity. I, you know what I love this, okay? And 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 even though Big and, and Gregor are both level fifties, you guys are interacting in the chat. I, I love this because sometimes my opinion is not representative. Okay. Like like uh, and actually a lot of you guys saying friendly fire was great. Okay. Did some PvP. Uh, Wham, Wham, come on up to the stage. I was actually bragging on you a few minutes ago. I've already shown your screenshot, and I told your story. 
Um, uh, so feel free to come on up. We'll chat to you for a second before we get ready to wrap up. You guys are, are largely saying that Friendly Fire was was great. Okay, then I, I rescind all comments. I, I thought I hated it. <laughs> I I did not like it. In, in, I, I, I chose to ignore it. I literally did not play. Um, I, I, I killed a few hostiles, and then I was like, man, F this. It is going to take so much time. Hey, you know what? And look, there was no alliance event, so that was your right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on the, <laughs> if there yeah. had been an alliance event, then, then there would have been added pressure. <laughs> well, that's true. On the other hand, <laughs> players like Wham, players like Ivana Vaughn, uh, players like Blue Mandalorian, players like JD7 and Dekix, and, Ber- and uh, let's see, Bernard actually opted out like I did. Uh, PBR. A lot of you guys played it. As a matter of fact, let me read this comment, then wham, I'm going to come to you. PBR says, payout is all that matters, DJ. Easier to get, the better. Stop trying to be less shilly. <laughs> you guys always accuse me of being too shilly. Now you're saying I'm being too anti-shilly. I, I really dislike that event. On the other hand, we've got a Server 15 legend among us. Wambulance, welcome to the stage. Uh, I showed off your three first-place finishes in your bracket, which uh, some people were actually trying to math out what you did. Uh, I may have said, I may have spoken incorrectly. Did I understand correctly that you did this event entirely with Stella's? No, I did not. Oh, okay. See, I, that's what I said. And people were trying to do the math on your scores based on the any ship. And they were like, oh my God, for literally 48 hours, he had to kill three hostiles per minute, every minute for 48 hours. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that may, I mean, listen, we know Wham is capable of that. But I don't know if that sounds exactly right. So tell us what you did. I actually got sleep this time, so both days. But uh, I had three great grinders in every bracket. Klingon, the guy had four Klingon ships, and I only had two. And uh, Romulan, he had two faction ships, and I only had one. And Federation, he had two faction ships, and I only had one. And uh, just kept on grinding at it. A lot of times I would take all five ships to one system and just hit hostiles, even though they were getting less points because they weren't the faction ship. But... Unfortunately, I'm in a war, and uh, Charmin was on my butt the whole time, so it made it fun. And kept you me going did that. At. You did that at war. Charmin was following me around constantly the whole two days. Wow, wow, that's crazy. So you were using the faction ships. You were doing the PVE model. You did. Did you PVP? So I, I used an auger. Of course, I used it with the speed crew, uh, with the Tyler and uh, Burnham. But and then of course I used the D four and the Enterprise and then I used my uh, Burrell and uh, another ship, but I just <laughs> all five ships into it and then just ground it out. You crazy man! You crazy? Because <laughs> at warp, I constantly jump between the three systems, and that's where warp speed comes into play. So I highly encourage anybody to max those out because I could jump over to another system and kill for a good five ten minutes before Charmin show up again. Well, shout out Charmin for keeping Wham on his toes. Shout out Wham for pulling out what just appears to be an astonishingly difficult placement in all three as a grinder. We know you're a grinder. You're an infamous grinder. But, man, doing that at war, that is just insane. That's crazy. God. All right. Anyway, there's uh, there's Wambulance. Yeah, the Captain Planet says that's a heroic amount of grind. You know, he did that. It's probably been close to a year ago now. You did that for the cross-server leaderboard. He won us five days of bonus refinery back in the day, and and it was him. It was only him. 
Like, and if I'm not mistaken, you were at war then too, weren't you? <laughs> you do your best work. When you, yeah, you you do your best work when at war. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have hit our time. Let's do a game giveaway very quickly, and let's roll. Hey, Wham, uh, we have a request if you don't care to throw it in, and I'll throw this in the graphics room as well. Uh, Lube says, show us your hostiles killed. Can you show us your total hostiles killed, Wham? Uh, yeah, it's actually not that high, but I'll show it. Okay. Not that high, he says. I bet it still puts mine to shame. <laughs> I'll tell you. Here, I'll tell you mine first, Wham. Uh, here we go. Here's mine. I'm putting it in. Hostels. Where's hostel? Oh, I guess I got to... Where is... Oh, I got to scroll down. Okay, here we go. Hostel ships killed. Here's mine. I'm throwing it in uh, the graphics room now so we can all laugh and... <laughs> and, and compare. All right, there's mine. I've got 206,000 hostile ships killed. Wham. Oh, my God. Two and a half times. 503,000. See, now, I feel like that's high. I mean, I think that's high. Let's see. Hostile ships killed. Lube's got more than me. 235,000. But, yeah, wham at 503,000. Purge says I'm lazy. <laughs> I am. I hate grinding. Oh, God. I mean, grinding like that for hours and hours and hours, oh, it's miserable. I can't do it. That's why I gave up on Friendly Fire. Can't do it. Gag. All right, let's see. Uh, here, real quick, I'm going to read a couple of these others. Boaz had 257, so you're more than me. Dark Menace, 279, you're more than me. Jayberg at 496, uh, you're chasing on Wham's tail there. Blokemon, 322. Deckix at 441. God, I suck. <laughs> I, I'm terrible. Let's see. Fluffy Puma has 60. Oh, oh, I beat you, Fluffy. He's only got 69,000. All right, I got, a, I got a few more than you. JT Bob at 205, so we're neck and neck. Oh, boy. <laughs> Y'all have fun with that. Yeah, I hate grinding, Bernard. I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, time to play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can find ourselves a winner. I'm not a part-time player. I just look for the quickest and most efficient way to do it. <laughs> All right. Contest pick. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can invite Senzo to the stage. Congratulations, Senzo. All right. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. Ooh. I, I got a question for you here. You know what? We're gonna spend we're gonna spend a couple of minutes on this, Big and Gregor, because I know you guys are gonna like it. Sanzo, welcome into the show. Come on up to the stage. Uh, somebody invite him up. We're gonna play a game very quickly. I, I uh, uh, here can't. Um, I'm on the air. I got an Overlord messaging me right now. It's actually a very good question. I want to know if I can ask you guys I'm on the air. Can I ask this question? Get you some real time feedback? <laughs> Maybe. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Sanzo, I'm going to bring you on the stage here in just a second. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Uh, oh, no, he said no. Private, private conference. Sorry, I'm going to have to have a private conversation. Private conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Then let's play our game. We're going to play our game. Let's do it. All right. We're going to play. We're going to play uh, Blurt, I think. Sanzo, are you on the stage? Welcome to the stage, Sanzo. 
Yeah, I'm here. There you are. Sanzo, thank, um, you. thank you for being here. Appreciate can you it. Can hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Uh, what we are going to do is we're going to play a game of Blurt. Let me check these questions very quickly. Yep, these look good. Okay, cool. I've got 10 questions. This is just regular Blurt. All right. Uh, 10 questions. I'm going to finish. Uh, I'm going to start a 40-second timer after I finish reading the first question. There's 10 of them, so if you can't think of the answer right away, you can skip it. All right. Um, but you got to get three right just to be oh, a winner. Gosh. Five right, right to maximize your odds at uh, at your best prize, okay? But, like I said, I got ten total questions, so you can easily skip one. If it doesn't immediately come to mind, just skip it and we'll go to the next, all right? Forty seconds are on the clock. Sanzo, you ready to play? All right. All right, here we go. A person who directs or leads an orchestra. Uh, maestro. To sing or make noise with your lips closed. Hum. A building in which people live. Apartment. An outbreak of red spots on the skin. Chicken pox. Pleased or satisfied with what you have or who you are. Uh, content. Words of warm approval and admiration. Affection. The bars or wire rods connecting the middle of a wheel to its outer edge or rim. Spoke. A tame pet that is related to wolves and foxes. Uh, dogs. All right. Time is up. I'm going to take your answer. Ooh. He said dog. All right. Let's check these answers very quickly. He got through them. Uh, thank you, Arian, for writing them down. Here we go. A person who directs or leads an orchestra... What we were actually looking for was conductor. He said a maestro. I'm going to accept that. That's one correct answer. Uh, I'm going to take that. I mean, a maestro, conductor, it's the same thing, right, Gregor? Yeah, same. I'm going to take that answer. Uh, let's see. Uh, to sing or make noise with your lips closed, he said hum. That's exactly correct. A building in which people live. He said an apartment. Uh, that is probably also an acceptable answer. The card said a house, but I'm going to take apartment. I think that's I think that's good too. And we'll take that. An outbreak of red spots on the skin. He said chickenpox. Uh, a little specific. I was just going for rash. I'm going to take that one back. Uh, going for rash on that one. So we'll take we'll take that one out. Uh, let's see. Pleased or satisfied with what you have or who you are? He answered with content. Was exactly the same. That was what the card called for. Words of warm approval and admiration. He said affection. Um, I am, uh, the card was written for praise and again, very synonymous, uh, big country. I'll give you the, I'll give you the grade, the judge right there. <laughs> you, 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 uh, you, my English is bad. So it's all the same to me. Uh, okay. He's, he's saying, yep, go with it. Uh, the, bar, <laughs> yeah. the bars are wire rods connecting the middle of a wheel, uh, to its outer edge. He said, spoke. That was correct. A tame pet that's related to wolves and foxes. He said dogs, which was correct. Holy cow. He did so good. He did so good. <laughs> All right. So he got, Thanks, the five, he got the five needed to maximize the prize. All right. So what we're going to do here is we've got 20 chests in the closet. Let's see here. There they are. 20 chests. And by the way, by the way, while I was on vacation, I did get approval to sub out a few prizes. I did sub out a few prizes. So, 
For example, we have uh, substituted in and changed quantities on a few items, including um, Armada Directives, Active Nanoprobes, uh, Biotics, Away Team's Assignment Speed Ups, Ship XP, and Black ISS Jelly Blueprints, I think, are the ones that we changed up. So we've changed those amounts, all right, so that hopefully it can get a little bit better for you. Uh, you have earned the right to click on three chests. What are they going to be? Three chests. Huh. Uh, it's one through 20, right? Yep, one through 20. Pick three, and then I'll read you the, the contents. Numbers? Okay. Let's do six, 12, and 18. Six, 12, and 18. It's number six contains... 50,000 active nanoprobes. You found one of the new ones. Nice. 50,000 active nanoprobes. That's in chest number six. Chest number 12 contains 2,000 epic directives. 2,000 epic directives. Very nice. And chest number 18 contains 500,000 ship XP, which has also been modified. Half a million ship XP. Depending on depending on your ops level, some of these make a little bit of sense. Um, sh the ship yeah. XP not going to be super beneficial if you're like big country, but you know. No, hey, I'm more like you at 41. There so. you go, 41. So half a million ship XP, 2,000 epic directives, or 50,000 active nanoprobes. The community is 50,000. 50,000 yeah, 50, active nanoprobes. There you go. Active Seems nanoprobes. like a no-brainer. There you go. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, EJ. You're very welcome. Thank you, Sanzo, for playing the game. Thank you all for being here and listening. Uh, Clueless says, I'm a little bit jelly. Yeah, 50,000 active nanoprobes. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's what he chose. And, yes, we do have a spam it. Uh, let's do that very quickly. Spam it. We'll reset the bot. Uh, after we do spam it here, and you guys will be able to uh, get in. As a matter of fact, we'll be doing another Battle Pass giveaway coming up very, very soon. All right. Spam it, bot. Spam it, pick. 500 G3 or G4 uncommon parts or materials. Who's it going to be? It's going to Groot. I am Groot. Congratulations, Groot. Thank you, Groot. For entering the contest, you just won 500 G3 or G4 materials or G4 uncommon parts. Congratulations to you. All right, let's reset that spam it bot, spam it reset, and the module's now reset. You guys can absolutely go crazy. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you guys also very, very much for enjoying the show today. Big Country, thank you for filling in during my absence. I appreciate you. I know that I can always lean on you, which means I'm going to do it way, way more now. <laughs> thank you uh, and the entire team that put everything together thank you guys so much my name is Ultimate DJs you've been listening to a live taping of Talking Trek Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast please visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online TalkingTrekSTFC.online where you can go and uh, get links to all of our previous episodes get links over to our YouTube channel hey Young Ducat says thank you for the advice on the Wesley event Got second place and created that buffer 
congratulations, man. Thank you for uh, mentioning that. We were going to do a video, and I just ran out of time. So uh, congratulations to you, Young Ducat. Thank you so very, very much, everybody, for listening. Visit our website, TalkingTrekStfc.online, TalkingTrekStfc.online, where you can also find a link over to our YouTube channel, where coming soon, we're going to have a couple of videos for you, including our chapter story recap between the arcs. We're going to uh, give our arc grade overview, our final grades, plus uh, a cat at the beach video. <laughs> That's coming sometime, hopefully, in the next few days as well, if I can get it all put together, all right? Uh, please be sure to subscribe while you're there. Share the videos with your team. There's a lot of good knowledge there. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you, Scaly. Says, great to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Appreciate it. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you so very much. Appreciate you very much. While you're on our website, everybody, a short show. <laughs> it wasn't short. Almost three hours. Uh, while you're on our website, everybody, uh, please be sure to uh, consider joining our patron program. And very special thanks to some of the patrons who joined while we were actually out of town. Uh, yeah, we had, uh, we had several people join. Lots of gold sponsors have joined the list. And let me read those and say thank you now to Gregor, Scott, Venkman, I Beglum, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck's Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhoney, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jet Ski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Rexnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King of 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maz Tech, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Dude, uh, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, DJ Goes, Six Hours, Con Air, Iris Jack, Y-Man, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Agger, Never Clutch, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Sub Commander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha Cha Cha, A Fox, Mid, Mid Het, probably not saying that right, uh, Bill's Mafia, and Iman Stewie. Thank you guys so very much for being our gold patrons, uh, gold patrons, and uh, contributing to Talking Trek at a level of $5 or more per month. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across your favorite podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Love you, minute. See you later. Bye, meow.